With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Just a reminder to subscribe and head over to Patreon because there's at least four stories dropping from our trip to Paris and they're good ones. Enjoy. <laughs> no. <laughs> So stuck. I, ah, <laughs> no. I don't know how to get back. <laughs> the way we both just screamed. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> I was so, so stuck. <laughs> okay. Well, that was something. Something I never want to repeat again. That was hilarious. I hope the cameras are rolling. Oh, it's all rolling. Oh. All of it. All of it Heck is yeah. rolling. That's, you just like did the splits. I'm not very flexible either. You, I have the photo to prove it. You were <laughs> oh, in the splits. Oh my God. Why? Woo. Oh, good times. Good okay. times. Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host, Morgan. And I'm Alejandra. This is going to be the most patched together episode we have ever done on this podcast. So here's what happened, Okay. It's a Tuesday. Me and Alejandra have a trip to New York booked. Memorial Day weekend. And because my mom's husband passed, I felt that, hey, why are we going to New York still? Like, I don't have to race home for a funeral anymore because that was my fear. So that's why we stayed kind of close to home. And I was like, huh, let me just look at flights to Paris because we had talked about that before. And um, sure enough, I look and the price had not changed since we looked and I'm like, I text Alejandra. I'm like, what if we changed our flight to Paris instead of New York? And this girl is a planner. Alejandra needs a schedule. Mm -hmm. She needs things locked down months in advance, two to three business days in advance. Yeah. So I'm thinking, no, no way it happens. And she goes, okay. (laughs) I was shocked. I was floored. I know. You were like, like, I'm taking advantage of this. I'm like, let's go. Let's absolutely go. So I posted on my poll on Instagram just to like make sure. I'm like, let me just make sure I'm not being super crazy. And the majority said do it. So I was like, I'm taking that as an invitation to be nuts. Reckless. So this was a Tuesday afternoon, mid-morning, like 12 and then afternoon. We were on a flight to Paris the next night at 750 or something like that. Something it was like, like 8.30. Something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Early evening. So we spent the weekend in Paris. And as you will see in the second half of this episode, we recorded in front of the Eiffel Tower. We have mm-hmm. beautiful Paris sweatshirts to prove we went there. <laughs> this is what proves it. <laughs> and it was an amazing, amazing trip. We made a lot of new friends and did some shopping. Not enough. I want to go back. Enough. I told you, I said. I've messed up so the bad. The only regret I ever have is not shopping enough in Paris. It's and so sure much cheaper. Enough, we're texting each other like, ah. I'm literally looking at flights to go back. Ugh. I'll like, go back anytime. I literally was debating this weekend. I'm like, oh, that's my gosh. psycho. Psycho. But um, it was amazing. So we wanted to give you some high quality 
audio stories first before we dive into the park recordings because recording in front of the Eiffel Tower is a little difficult. There's lots of people. We did our best. It's loud. We did our best. I think it'll be good. I think the audio will clean up well still. Okay. But, you know, we can't totally scrap our quality on this podcast. So No, we have to have some integrity to the quality (laughs) of this podcast. But I will say, I feel like it was such a, even though the quality may not be the best, I think the, I wish you guys could see the commitment that we put into it. Like truthfully, it was so tough to find the right spot, the right angle to get the Eiffel Tower to fully show and to not have a ton of people around us. And like, oh, what did we do to not have people? All odds are against us. Well, that so the first time we like camped out and we did it amongst, it was a Saturday in the park. You can imagine how many people are enjoying picnics on a beautiful sunny Saturday in Paris. And then this, we were like, okay. It's fine. <laughs> You're falling apart, literally. Uh, and then the second time, we, then we tried to record on our rooftop at our hotel, which <sighs> loved our hotel. It would have been perfect. We had too. everything set up. The mics, Ugh. everything was set up. I went down to get champagne for us. And then we were booted from the rooftop, yeah. which was fine. Whatever. Respect the rules. But then we were like, okay, we need the Eiffel Tower in the background and we have to minimize sound. So Morgan and I woke up at like 530 in the morning to get to the Eiffel Tower around 6 a.m. Yeah. It's pretty cool because we can honestly say we were like the only ones there. And I don't think many people who have been to the Eiffel Tower can say they were the only people there. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. And we recorded a couple stories, which you'll see. I mean, there's like no one in the background except for the people picking up trash in the morning. Yeah. And all of this to say a long-winded way of saying like we put so much effort into trying to get that for this episode. Yeah. And we did. We did. We definitely did. And in those stories... You guys, I almost pooped my pants. Which time? Oh, which time? <laughs> I feel like the trip was like a series of... My stomach was not happy. All that stuff about food in Europe cures your stomach problems. Lies. If I had a dollar for every time Morgan said she was going to like poop her pants or like have a stomach <laughs> issue, I could have probably bought the entire Chanel store in Paris. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, my stomach's really bad. This is why I'm getting a colonoscopy. It's I know, fine. I know. But... Um, so we're going to start off with a couple of Reddit stories in the new studio. Ooh, it's you guys. I walked in. I wish you would have gotten my reaction. I was. It's beautiful. I gasped. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then you will hit the park in Paris with us in front of the Eiffel Tower. You'll Twice. love it. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch this episode because it's going to make me so nostalgic. I'm obsessed with Paris. Yay. I love it. See? I love it. Also, um, my eyes are going to look really scary. I have transitional contacts, <laughs> so I'm not possessed. I'm not evil. I just have contacts that like have sunglasses built into them, so my eyes go black, and it's really scary, but just, just so you know. I think you wore sunglasses. I... Had to put them on because I couldn't. I couldn't handle the people looking at me as they passed. I know our so social the, anxiety. The way uh, we like really put our heart and soul into trying to get that out was like. It's still you'll see it and yeah, you'll love it. Yeah, and you are gonna love this episode. Yeah. So let's get into some travel horror stories. There's mm-hmm. hacks later on in the park, and let's dive in. Let's do it.
Okay, so up first, I'm hitting the poop stories hard. I'm going for it. So this is your trigger warning for a poop story. If you don't want to listen to it, timestamps will be available to skip ahead. So this is coming from Emma the Asshole about a year ago. Username Biyawoo. Emma the Asshole for not pooping in the designated pooping bathroom while on vacation with family. Wife and I just returned from a vacation with my sister, brother-in-law, and their kids. One of the first things my sister did was choose for everyone which bathroom the adults should use for pooping purposes. Just normal things. Yeah. The Airbnb was a nice house with multiple bathrooms, and she picked one at the far end of a hallway away from the kitchen and living room. Okay, that made sense to me, and I didn't see a problem. Until I had to poop. I entered the designated bathroom and saw the dreaded round toilet seat. I absolutely hate round toilet seats. It feels like I have to choose between pooping on the back rim of the seat or moving forward and having my junk touch the porcelain. There is just not enough front to back clearance for a comfortable position. In a pinch, I will use one. When you have to go, you have to go. But I've been known to hold it until I got home to my elongated toilet if it wasn't dire. But the other toilets were elongated seat toilets, much more comfortable for a man to use. So I chose the bathroom appropriate for me and used it. The rest of the adults in the house are looking at me like I made a faux pas by stinking up a, quote, non-pooping bathroom. What the fuck I said? Why did we pick a house with three bathrooms then if we are only going to poop in one? (laughs) Or we make elongated toilet the pooping bathroom. The elongated bathroom is closer to the kitchen, etc. So nobody wanted that. The ladies didn't understand my objection to a round seat. Understandable, given our anatomies differ. My brother-in-law did, but he says he has no problem using a round seat, but could understand me. In the end, it didn't really dampen the vacation vibe or cause any strife. Just jokes or eye-rolling about me stinking up the place. My sister is prim and proper, so I knew she would have preferred it her way, and I think she just bit her tongue for the sake of peace. But I have to wonder, is this a thing? Designating a pooping bathroom in a house? And my hatred of round toilet seats? Question mark. Am I the asshole? Um, no. Not the asshole. Literally. Um, <laughs> in, my, in my opinion. Um, to answer his question, I think he's a guy, right? Yeah. To answer his questions. I have never heard such a thing. Long, rectangle, circular. I can't picture a non-circular one. Can you? My house has um, longer toilet seats. Like a circular toilet seat is really small. Okay, really? Show me that. Yeah. I can't picture this. Even sometimes like I'll sit on one and I'm like, I'm going to slip off the side. I got some juicy legs and ass. Like, I don't fit on this thing very well. Let me see. I debate this. So here's the difference of a round versus elongated. Mm. So there's quite a few inches differing. What does it say about me that I've never noticed? I mean, I don't particularly. Like, it's not like I go into every toilet 
And I'm like, oh right. God, that toilet has a very nice curvature. And I love the way the seat closed and the flushing power. No, I do think this. I was going to say, don't lie to yourself, please. The flushing power is one thing I notice about every toilet, especially if you poop in it and then you panic and because it's not going down. And then you're like, oh, why did I poop in this one? <laughs> um, this, <laughs> this is a lot. This is a lot. Um, no, I don't think you're the asshole. I think that if you have to go, you have to go. One of, it's one of those things where it's temporary, right? Yeah. Like maybe it smells for a little bit. That This too shall pass. Like, it's not like the family vacation is permanently tainted. Well, how often is he pooping too? Well, like, yeah, I mean. Twice a day, ideally. Ideally. But, you know, maybe but, he's a once a day type of guy right maybe, after his coffee. Right, maybe more. And if he is... That's okay. I, I I don't know. You can pivot. There's a new designated bathroom now. Yeah. But close bring to your, the kitchen. Bring your poopery. Bring your Which, spray. That's what I was going to say. Why isn't this a conversation of like, okay, run to a convenience store, CBS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, whatever it is, and get some poopery. Get a candle. Light a match. Super easy. It's not Light some toilet paper on fire. That is the quickest way to cover up the smell. I feel like that could also be a hazard. You just light it on fire for a little bit and then blow it out and then shake it around like a sage. Does do, the do, smoke do, do, detector do. go off? No. No? Not yet. Like I haven't experienced sage. it yet. You've done this? All the time. Where do you get the match or the lighter? Justin used to have a lighter sitting above his toilet. Boys don't have candles. Like, this is what I had to work with. Well, I think poopery spray is easier. You would think. They have travel sizes. They do. That's what I would suggest in this scenario. I think moving forward, have some tools at your disposal. Absolutely. Justin you know? travels with three pooperies. Wow. His main one, a backup, and a backup for the backup. Are you serious? He's very self-conscious about leaving a smell in the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. Things that just don't cross my mind. I know. It's wild. Okay. But also, for- like, I'm envisioning this round toilet seat. Like, just pick up your balls and dick and just, like, like... I don't know. Can't you just hold it? I don't know. See, this is where I'm not even going to pretend to know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Truthfully, I would need a visual and I don't want one. That would be Sorry. really gross to feel your ball sack hit the toilet. Where? The inside. Like if your ball sack dropped in the toilet seat. Yeah. What if it touched the water? That's what I'm... <laughs> God, that would be so bad. You're stressing me out. Okay, you want to know what really stresses me out though about bathrooms and pooping? So I had an episode. Yeah, tell me, please (laughs) indulge me. So I had an episode with Lauren and we were talking about like the poop brush. It's not a poop brush. I fully recognize that now. It's meant to be a toilet cleaning brush. Mm -hmm. So if you put bleach or soft scrub and you use it to scrub, I have fully used mine to get skid marks off the bowl. And you're not supposed to do that. That's gross. But someone, like multiple people in the comments were like, no, like you flush the toilet and when the water is down, you take toilet paper and wipe it. Okay. That's what you're supposed to do, apparently. Who? According to who? Multiple people told me this. But multiple people. The the poop commissioner? Like who who made up these rules? I don't know. Like who? 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 (laughs) What are you, a fucking owl? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. See, this first part of the episode is going to be so much better because I actually have brain cells. <laughs> we barely have brain cells, but yes, <laughs> more, more, like more. two and a half. Oh my god. <laughs> Three, because I had two in the park. Combined. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's apparently what you're supposed to do. And then you flush the rest after. But 
I don't like, yes, I wash my hands after, but at the same time, like, what if I miss a little spot and then I have someone else's poop particles on my hand? I don't know. This is why, like, can't you just use the poop brush? Like, why do we have to make it so hard? It goes back in its little bucket thing. It's safe. It's not like it's leaking poop all over your bathroom. Oh, God. I'm like nauseous again. Ugh. <laughs> is this why people don't like it when I <laughs> Yeah, including me. I'm your audience. You don't like the poop stories? No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I'm well, like... I do have one more. Okay, but, thank God. But we're going to read the top comment. Yeah, no, of course. Give the people what they want. I don't want to get in the way. Your overall vote was not the asshole. No. And you agree with the majority. Okay, the good. top comment is not the asshole. Nobody in my whole life has told me I can only poop in certain bathrooms. Yeah, ever. This is a level of micromanagement that blows my mind. And on vacation. Honestly, that's a good point too. Like when you're on vacation, you're supposed to be relaxed and like letting loose. Yeah. And in this sense, maybe it's your <laughs> bowel movements that you're letting loose. I don't know. But like, you don't need one more rule. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I've never been goofy. told something like that. Yeah, someone else, next comment down. And this kind of flew under the radar. I mean, the post only has 327 upvotes. Um, and the top comment only has a like 1K upvotes. So the next comment down, they go, we had a pooping toilet at my house because it was off the garage and away from everyone else. And there were four teenagers, a small child, and two adults in the house. But it was never enforced. It was just the quietest place to poop without interruption. Mm. Like there was a chance if you were in the shower in the other bathroom, someone else was at the sink and another person was using the toilet. Very busy bathroom. I know. <laughs> Very busy bathroom. See, this is the thing where I'm like, you're going to be so thoughtful. You and Justin are going to be so thoughtful about this. I can't wait to see your house. I hope your bathroom is so strategically planned for this. Um, No, it's right off the kitchen. <laughs> I've seen your bathroom. That's why I'm like, what's your plan? Well, there is going to be, there's another bathroom in the garage. If like you really got to blow stuff up, you can go out there. (laughs) Back with the horses. Yeah. So the horses are next to it. You know, people will just assume it's horse shit. That's fine. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. Fair. Okay. So next poop post and then we're done. It's literally a title. You have another story about it? It's quick because I feel like we have to give some travel hacks along with this. And we give the hack of poopery, and now we're going to have some hacks for this. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. It's titled, it's from the Ask Reddit subreddit and from Smushy Avocado nine days ago. Very relevant. Wow. Okay. Smushy. Titled, how did you poop the first time you went on vacation with your boyfriend? I knew that this is, I knew this is where it was going. And we needed to help the girls I out. I knew it. Lobby, duh. Come on. Next question. I like, I would like get really self-conscious in the lobby, especially if it's a lobby bathroom that doesn't have like floor to ceiling, which Mm. I don't get why every bathroom isn't built like that. Let's stop cutting costs. Let's give, (laughs) let's give people the porcelain thrones they deserve. Let's yes. I love an enclosed room. Absolutely. The lobby we had in Paris. Amazing. Amazing. Floor to ceiling. You don't bunkers. hear anything. Bunkers. I want a bunker. I want a bunker. I want my bathroom to like be bunker. They were like cement bunkers. It's Each great. Each stall was its own room. Perfect. Yeah. Dim lighting. They understood. Dim I don't want to be lighting. blasted. Except they were like unisex apparently. And I found that out the hard way. Yeah. Did you not lock your door? No. <laughs> That's on me. I don't know. It's a really bad habit. The other <laughs> trick, if you don't want to use the lobby because I found this out the hard way 
our bedroom in Paris had like this very modern bathroom that like is just a glass box. But it was frosted. Frosted, but still a glass box. And there's some bathrooms that don't even have the frosted. It's truly mm-hmm. just a glass box. Very right. modern. Very, very hot, inconsiderate. Watching someone shower. I don't know. Yeah. So that was mine and Justin's room in Copenhagen. Same thing. The trick I've learned is you either send them to the lobby, send them to get you coffee. Justin will literally be like, I'll wait in the lobby. No worries. And then I get my time to poop. I walk out the door after. The poop smell gets to disintegrate as we're gone. That's option A. Perfect. Otherwise, there's an app you can download. It's called Noise. And you play a big fan noise. Because the bathroom in Paris, ours didn't even have a fan. So it would have just been, bloop. Yeah. Bloop. No echo. Echo. Bloop. Echo chamber. Bloop. So play the fan app. Send them to get you coffee. Okay. These are, these are good tips. Yeah. I think this is really important. The top comment on this post didn't get it. What did, what did they say? Just do it. Get over it. Um, so the question again, how did you poop the first time you went on vacation with your boyfriend? Top comment. In the bathroom, like a normal person. See. They don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. OP goes, you weren't embarrassed? Next comment. Everyone poops. What's to be embarrassed about? Seriously. Everyone poops. True. True, true, true. But at the same time, sometimes you have explosions. And I don't need to subject that to someone that I've only been dating for a month. Mm -hmm. That it's too, it's too soon. Yeah. And some people might say it's not. I don't know if I'll ever get to the point of comfortability where I will poop in the bathroom with him at the same time. That is really interesting. I was just thinking about that. A like, lot of uh, people do. Who? Do you know people who do that? You don't have to name names. I'm going to I'm gonna post a poll. I'm going to post a poll. I want to see a poll out. because, yeah, I haven't gotten to that place in my life. I'm not there yet and I don't think I'll ever be. Yeah. It's, my butt is too unpredictable. You know when you might get there? Not you, Morgan. After childbirth? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you poop yourself a lot of times. That's not what I was thinking. But I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> they scoop it up with a net. Okay, but... Or they roll the chuck and then slip it under. Things I don't need to know. Just like I want to... I'm just trying to prepare everyone. Yeah. I feel like if your significant other watches a child mm. come out of you it's like all bets are off. Like true. what, you know what I mean? And like, I think very true. Childbirth is a beautiful thing. It's natural, whatever, whatever. But there's a lot, like that's a very invasive, like up close and personal situation. Oh, yeah. They're seeing every which way, like every which angle. Yeah. And I think I just listened, I was listening to the episode that came out today with Hannah and I didn't get through it. And I think I actually laughed off right when this story started. But <laughs> I think it was an am I the asshole like for not shaving my wife? Yes. My pregnant wife. Yes. I didn't get to listen, but I heard the title. And it's like, okay, so think about it. You're doing those things together. Like I feel as though once you hit that stage, if you hit that stage, mm-hmm. then you will maybe more be more comfortable with with using the restroom with them in the same room. I think I... Mm, time will tell. Time will tell. I just... I don't know. You you got to leave some surprises no, in the relationship. No. Like there's got to be some. No, literally there does not. Not in that regard. No. Do you don't think so? No. Why do you have to save that as a surprise? Like what? Like, no. like 50 <laughs> years later, you're going to be like, I've been On my waiting. deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> 
No. A surprise is not the right word. <laughs> what do you mean then? There's got to be oh, like some things, things are sacred. Like, well, there's got to be some things left up to the imagination. No, or like, what? Yes. Why do they want that saying? No, you're no. I don't know what's what you're trying saying? to say. There's got to be some yes, secret, that, some intimacy. That is a saying. There should be some things left to the imagination. But yeah. like, that's in cases where you want them to like picture it, <laughs> and I don't feel like that's what you want. I don't know. I think what but you're trying. Fine. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like what you're saying is like some things just shouldn't be shared and are just meant to be like one-on-one you yeah. and you. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Like, <laughs> yeah, just don't, sure. they just don't need to know that part of <laughs> exactly. you ever? Exactly. Okay. Uh, I had a video that popped into my head as we were talking about this and I can't remember and it's driving me bonkers, but you know, there's a lot of poop TikToks out there <laughs> and I hope they all come across your for you pages. Not mine though. hopefully not mine (laughs) and all the people that skipped okay moving along thank goodness I feel like one thing traveling that always brings up drama is like a girl's trip I see so many videos on TikTok of like hey if you want to lose friends plan a girl's trip to Miami oh (laughs) yeah But this was a trip and there was like, it literally was like 11 girls posting on TikTok and they're like, this girl left us at the club. She stole our money out of our Airbnb. Okay. You're, that's not a friend. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. And so the girl literally goes, moral of the story, don't plan a girl's trip to Miami if you Mm want to keep your friends. True. (laughs) True. I can't believe that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this one is two months old coming from Spupper. 11. Am I the asshole for turning around and going home on my way to the airport for a girl's trip? Honestly, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) U-turn. We'll see. I, 23 female, was supposed to go on a girl's weekend trip to Spain with my longtime friend of almost 10 years, 24 female, and her other female friend, 28 female, who I was excited to meet. We all live in Germany, but her and her friend live about three and a half hours away from me, and I live closer to Frankfurt. They decided they wanted to drive through the night, about 10 hours, and arrive in the morning, and said that if I could meet them in their town, I could drive with them. I instead elected to just fly over and meet them there, since I live so close to the airport. Smart gal. The day before the trip, she texted me a link to book some tickets to a museum that her and her friend booked. She told me to book for 2 p.m., which is when they booked for. When I clicked the link, the only time slot available was 8.35 a.m. I pretty much was like, whatever, I will do something else while they are doing that. The night before the trip, I text her asking how much I owed her for accommodations and whatever else we were splitting. This is the second time I've asked her since her friend was the one doing the bookings, and I just assumed I would send them my share when they told me how much it cost. She didn't answer, but I just assumed she was sleeping to prepare for the long drive. The morning of my flight, three hours before my flight leaves, she tells me that I had to book my own hotel room (gasps) because they're having a guy friend come with them that they invited last minute. (sighs) She sent me a link so I could book at the same hotel as them for that night, but all the rooms were fully booked. (sighs) I searched around the area too, and all rooms were booked or very expensive. 
I really wanted to go. So I just kind of let it go and prepared myself to spend some extra money for a hotel room for myself in a different hotel. But on the way to the airport, I had a gut feeling that I wasn't going to enjoy myself. So I turned around and went home and sent her a text saying I was going to sit this one out because I was expecting a girl's trip. She's being short with me now and thinks I'm being unreasonable. Am I the asshole? No. No, I would do probably do the same thing. I would 100% do the same thing. That is a bait and switch. This girl is giving you every inclination that she doesn't really want you there. Yeah. She didn't think if I'm booking tickets to the Louvre or something, I'm buying your ticket too. I'm buying all of our tickets. You can memo me later, whatever. Why would you only buy two tickets or however many tickets they bought and not think of your friend? You're like, that's inconsiderate. And then the whole like you're bringing a guy. I don't know this guy. And even if I did, this was a girl's trip. I signed up for a girl's trip. If I signed up for a trip with like all of you guys and I thought it was a girl's trip because I'm like the only single one right now. And then last minute you or like one of our other friends brings their boyfriend Mm -hmm. as much. I love Justin. I love your guys' boyfriends, but I'd be like, this is not what I envisioned and what I signed up for. So I love you guys, but like I'll sit this one out depending on my mood. Maybe I'd still come, but you reserve the right to change your mind. Yeah. Absolutely. This, oddly, I have like my spidey senses tingling right now. And because that other friend is booking things, I feel like that other friend that she hasn't met yet feels threatened about her having such an intimate friendship with someone else. Mm -hmm. I mean, these two have been friends for 10 years. So this other girl that's booking things is probably like, oh, well, I don't don't really know your friend, so Mm -hmm. I'll book for us and Mm -hmm. you can just send her the link. Yep. This feels very purposeful. For sure. She's boxing her out. Absolutely. For sure. Like if it were me and I was going to meet like your friend, I'd be like, hey, Morgan, like let's book tickets to the Louvre. And what like your friend, like does she want one? Does she need one? I'll book one for her. The intention is that you're going to meet on this trip and you guys are going to spend the weekend together and have a great time. Why wouldn't you try to include this person? Do you not want to make new friends? Like, well, this girl's been in your friend's life for 10 years. Yeah. The the history's there. Like, she's likely going to be there going forward. Yeah. And now you just made the situation really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I never would do that. I can't imagine being so catty or I don't know what her intentions are here. But when you're planning a trip together, you book all the tickets as a group. Exactly. That's common sense. That's how it goes. Even if I don't know the other people. Like I've been on girls trips where I didn't know girls and I met them on that trip. Yeah. And you book, okay, how many people are coming? Like I'm going on a 30th birthday trip for Richa in a couple of weeks. I don't know half the girls. And they've included me in their dinner reservations, the yeah. boat reservations. They're like, oh, Alejandra's you know, richest friend from LA. And I, all of a sudden I'm going to meet these girls for the first time. Mm -hmm. I am training for a half marathon and that's my last Saturday before grandma's, which is absolutely crazy. And I was like, I have to run like eight miles that Saturday. Yeah. And Richard was like, my, one of my other friends is a runner. Like you guys should go running together. Oh, that's perfect. Never met this girl, but like she knows the city and she's like, yeah, she'll run with you. And it's like, that's what girls do or like that's what friends do. That's how a girl's trip should be. Yeah. And if you guys are getting anything less in your girls trips, like you guys out there, I think I would really sit down and have a conversation before the girls trips, like as you're planning and be like, hey, I'm getting a vibe that like Mm -hmm. there might be a dynamic here where it's not as like open and inclusive. Like 
are we all going to book our tickets together? Because if not, like, I don't want to be left out because who wants to go spend money, go on a trip and then be left out? Oh, yeah. No, girls trips can be really tough. Girls trips can totally make and break friendships. This is what literally broke up one of my long-term friendships. Yeah, same. I mean, it, it happens and you can be like the best friend. You can be like the best person. It just like traveling with your friends is such a true testament period. Yeah. But when there's a group dynamic, something about the group dynamic can just throw things off. Yeah. I, I like would love to know the psychology behind it, but something about girls trips, I mean, bachelorettes, like we've, yeah, we should do like a, an episode on that because but the amount of friendships that have been like ruined or severed over bachelorette trips or yeah. birthday trips is like insane. I almost feel like you rarely hear of a story where there wasn't a fallout of some sort. It's so interesting. There's always going to be little tiffs. It's like there's so many personalities living together, yes. sleeping together, eating together, going out together. Yeah. And traveling is hard. It's yeah. not easy. You can't remove yourself. You can't go home. You're on top of each other. And I think it really puts friendships or relationships to the test. Like mm-hmm. we had never taken a no. trip like this until Paris. No. So like, we, I think we were both like, yeah, how's this going to go? I didn't even think about it because we didn't have time to think about it. No, we didn't even have time to think about how it was going to go. We no. just showed up and yeah, we're like, that is let's true. go. But and it I, worked. <laughs> it did cross my mind. I'm like, I'm a napper. Alejandra's not. Nope. I like to sleep. She can get up and go walk around a city by herself. Yeah. So I was really curious how it was going to go. Yeah. Flawless. Perfectly fine. Great Literally. time. I was like, you nap. I'm going to go buy chocolate. Yeah. It was perfect. Because I can do my own thing. Like as long as I know I'm an early riser and I'm a doer, but I, I'm i not a doer who like absolutely like requires the company. Like I yeah. can go do it by myself. Mm-hmm. That If I didn't, then I think maybe there'd be clashes. But no, it worked out so well. Like, it was we're, great. We're great traveling partners. I know. Do it we again. Did really well. Anytime. Yeah. And I think just the conversations beforehand, like, hey, if I want to take a nap, mm-hmm. are you going to be upset with me? Yeah. Hey, like you, you know yourself. Yeah. So advocate for yourself and what yeah. you need traveling. Yeah. And it's okay doing stuff alone. Like, yeah. It's just having these like preemptive like mm-hmm. conversations before the trip. So it's yeah. not like, well, you didn't tell me you take a nap every day at 3 p.m. I never would have gone on a trip yeah. with you. Yeah. So I, I think that's actually a really good point is communicating some of the things like even, you know, you were like, oh, I sleep with a sound machine. And I was like, OK, like luckily <laughs> I'm like pretty easygoing and I can like sleep through anything like whatever. Yeah, but you're adaptable. <laughs> I'm very adaptable. But like some people would be like, no, I need complete silence. Mm. Those conversations need to happen beforehand. Yeah. Because then you need to either get your own rooms or something because that would have sucked if I, you were. If you I were wouldn't like, have been able to sleep. Yeah. If you were like, I need a sound machine. I was like, I can't sleep with one. It's yeah. like, we shared a bed. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, overall vote on this one. Not the asshole. I think she made the absolute smartest decision for herself. A hundred percent. She may have actually saved her friendship. I think so. To be, be honest. honest. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Top comment on this. So they book tickets for the museum, but don't bother to book a third for you. Exactly. And don't bother mentioning it to you until the day before they book a three-person room. But don't bother to let you know what it's going to cost. And then don't bother to actually make it available to you either because they're bringing a bloke along too. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. That's not a weekend you want to be a part of. They've made it abundantly clear they don't care about you. Mm -hmm. Good call. Sitting it out. Bingo. Bingo. I actually, this is actually a story that I've heard before from a former friend is that 
it was again, Miami, this friend was supposed to go on a girl's trip to Miami. And it was very similar to that where like the girls had made sleeping arrangements and were like, here's the link to the hotel. And she was like, okay. And just like multiple hints where it's like, I'm invited, but am I wanted? Because it's feeling like those are two different things. That's so strange. And she ended up not going. And I think she's really, she's like really glad she didn't go and they're still friends. So I don't know if it saved the friendship. We'll never know what would have happened if she'd gone on it, but she was getting this vibe. Like, why would you make these arrangements for yourself and some of the girls, but not everybody? Well, it's like, and then you ask the question, am I the only one excluded? Yeah. Like, is it just me? And then why is it just me? Yeah. Why am I the odd one out? Well, in this case, it feels very, very personal. If that, if the bloke or the the man hadn't been coming. What the fuck? Then I'd say maybe these girls are spacey or maybe they wanted to do this like little two-person trip. But the fact that they were including, I'm I'm willing to bet he has a tip ticket to the museum. I would bet a lot of money on I'm it. I'm sure he's been, and he's staying in their room, I think, right? Yeah. That's why she, that's whatever. why she lost her spot. Oh my God. No, no, no. OP replies to that comment and goes, yeah, it definitely felt off, but I've never known her to be that kind of person. So it never occurred to me that she was trying to blow me off or anything like that. I do feel good, though, that most comments are saying I made the right decision by not going. I definitely would have felt like an outcast since they all live near each other and probably have more things to talk about and inside jokes and whatnot. I just feel really, really sad and hurt. She's the only friend I've maintained contact with through middle school, high school, and adulthood. That's hard. I don't, to her comment of like, I've never known my friend to be like that. It's because I don't think it's your friend. I think it's your friend's friend. Mm -hmm. I think it's the girl that you haven't met yet who is influencing. It's interesting. Like I think so. Haven't you ever had a friend where like you see their dynamic change with one friend? It's, and it's not even a bad thing. Like I've noticed I, my energy changes based off of who I'm around. Yeah. And that's I don't, just the, that's normal. Yeah. I think that's, that's really natural. Normal, honestly. Totally. But I'm in this case, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Why am I stuttering so much? It's unfortunate, but I feel like OP's friend is acting out of character because this other person is rubbing off on her. I completely think that's the case. This is, I've told this story before, but like I brought one of my friends that was a newer friend to Dallas with me to hang out with one of my longtime friends. Mm -hmm. And she wanted so badly to be my friend's friend that she hid her phone. They went, we all went to a party. And so I had a boyfriend. I was just like, I don't, I don't need to keep hanging out here. Like I'm good. Yeah. Hey, can I take your keys and go back to your apartment? Why? I don't feel good. Okay. Threw the keys at me. I take an Uber back by myself. I go to her apartment. There's no Wi-Fi there. She had just moved in recently. There's no TV. I literally sat there twiddling my thumbs. Mm. Turns out they stayed there and she took my friend's phone, put it into the guy's suit pocket in his closet. So my friend Jordan couldn't text me. Yeah. Unhinged behavior. Unhinged. I text her the next day after I wake up. I'm feeling better. They're still not home. 2 p.m. rolls around. They're still not home. What the heck? The next day? Hey, can I take your car to Walmart to go buy a book to read? I just wanted something to do. I was going crazy. Yeah. No, you can't take my car. So you want me trapped, miserable, and separated in your apartment? I go, yeah. hey, can I meet up with you? Like, wouldn't respond. Wouldn't give me the address. But then, so I asked that question first, and then I asked for the car. She responded no to the car. Mm. I should have just fucking taken it. 
But turns out, oh, later on in the evening when they were finally leaving, she magically found her phone in his suit pocket. Mm. No, you found it because you put it there, bitch. Yeah. She walks in, doesn't say a word to me, doesn't apologize. And I literally break down, start crying. I go, I'm leaving. Like if she would have came back and apologized, I would have been fine. I would have been like, yeah, it was a shitty day, but like, I get it. You were partying. Things happen, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I literally get in an Uber, go to my hotel. I like left Jordan there. I was just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And Jordan ended up taking an Uber and following me. And yeah. we spent the rest of the trip, the two of us. But oh like, my gosh. it was insane. And you're not friends with that person anymore. Nope. And even the girl she lived with, that was one of her best friends, not friends with her. I ran into her at a bar in Minnesota. She came up and apologized to me. She goes, wow. I just want to say, this has been eating me up since it happened. I'm so sorry for how that day went down. Wow. Just so you know, we're not friends anymore. Wow. Like, that goes to show. It was unhinged. She like messaged me the other day. Mm. I was just like, what are you doing? It's like, for what? Like, she still has pictures of me on her Instagram. That is interesting. That's crazy. What? Yeah. Like, why? For what? But I mean, in her mind, maybe she thinks like, oh, nothing really that bad happened. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think I've ever met this person. I know who you're talking yeah. about, but I don't think I've met this person. I don't think so. I think you moved to LA as like, yeah. it was kind of ending yeah i don't think i ever met so it's like hard for me to even like yeah i don't know but crazy sounds unhinged don't put up with this shit but yeah don't, girl strip. you deserve to be treated as you are a friend yeah not less than no. not a doormat not a tag along yeah with the 10-year friendship it's sad that's so sad there is a comment which i find great that you picked up on this I have a feeling that they invited their guy friend at the same time they bought three tickets for the mm-hmm. museum mm-hmm just shit and they might have even bought three tickets for the museum with the girl in mind and then last minute gave it to him yeah shitty behavior shitty behavior I mean you should kind of rethink your friendship with this person even if what I said was true like where I think the friend is being influenced by the other friend yeah still like I would she's not you know a puppet like she has her free will and free thinking like she can make her own decisions so I would honestly like I'm thinking about my friendships of 10 years and if they started treating me like that I'd be like What's Good. what's going on? Yeah. Well, I'd have a conversation first yeah. and be like, what was that? And then try to like figure it out. And then if it didn't get better or I got a weird vibe. Yeah. Bye. And I think her response to, hey, I'm I'm not gonna go. You based on your actions, you didn't want me there. Yeah. So why are you upset that I'm now not coming? Exactly. Isn't this what you wanted? Exactly. So now you're being short with me. Now you're ignoring me. You're yeah. treating me even worse. I made your life easier. Like, I made everything easier. Yeah, I bowed out. It's so strange. It's super weird. I don't know why people act like that. It's funny, before we started recording tonight, uh, Morgan and I were talking about things, and I have a birthday coming up, and like, you know, as we talk about like our age and where we're at in life, we were just talking about how as you like grow into your mid to late 20s, your sphere of influence just gets smaller because you're more selective and more mm-hmm. guarded, I think, with your time and your energy. And you really reevaluate all of your friendships. Yeah. And where I'm going with this is like, I'm really guilty of, like, I think of myself as being a really loyal person and like a really loyal friend. Mm-hmm. And I need to get over the fact that like longevity does not mean that that person needs to be around forever. Like I have friendships that date back like 15 years, 10 plus years. And the truth is like with some of those people I've grown apart mm-hmm. and 
I have to like remember that it doesn't make me a bad person for like moving away from that friendship or fading away from that friendship is not a bad thing. Like I've found that I'll excuse behavior time and time again, simply because they've been my friends for 10 years. They've known me through middle school. They've known me through high school. They've known me through X, Y, Z boyfriends. Like that's great. Honor that place that they served in your life. But that doesn't mean that all the shitty behavior that they do now is excused or wiped away because they've simply been around for so long. I think a lot of people justify bad behavior with duration of friendship. For sure. It's so common. For sure. If like you had a friend that you just met who did that, you'd cut them off. Absolutely. So why do you like allow this person to do that simply because they have a long history with you? And like, I get it. Part of it is like, well, for 10 years, she was a really good friend. This is out of character. It's out of character. Like the saying, you do a hundred good things and you're going to hold someone something against someone for the one bad I agree. Don't write them off after 10 years because they did one bad thing. But if you start to notice a pattern, there's maybe just a shift in energy. Maybe you guys are going different ways. Absolutely. So, so well said. Okay. So this last one, studio side, posted about a month ago from loudjob5654. Am I the asshole for calling my mother-in-law out for excluding only me on the family girls trip? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like secondhand mad. So I get along with my mother-in-law most of the time, but sometimes me and her clash. The only relevant time we've had issues was a few years ago when we were on a family vacation and we got into a massive fight. The long and short of it was I ended up missing an important family dinner at the restaurant my mother-in-law and father-in-law met at. Usually when I'm on vacation, I don't like to schedule stuff out and just explore and have fun. So I got distracted and missed dinner. Last week, I learned that my mother-in-law and all of my sister-in-laws are going on a trip to California this summer. Apparently, they planned this since last year, and I was specifically left out of all of the planning. My sister-in-law said that the reason my mother-in-law chose not to invite me was because of the fight we had about that dinner years ago. I'm the kind of person who likes to deal with things head on. No petty bullshit. So I called my mother-in-law up last night. Good. She at first said it was not personal, that she wanted to plan a bunch of activities over the week in California and knew I was not the one for long planned itineraries. I said that that was crap because I could come and still hang out with them at the beach and hotel while going to the planned stuff I chose. She then said she was not going to pay for a flight and hotel for me just to, quote, choose to stand up everyone. Things got heated really quickly, and she ended up telling me that she swore to herself never to pay for another of my trips after ruining her anniversary trip like I did, just because I'm selfish and can't be bothered to do things other people want to do. This was complete bullshit, and I called her on it. We ended up fighting, and I hung up. I texted all of my sister-in-laws telling them I'm completely disgusted. They all would leave me out of this just because mother-in-law has a petty grudge against me and cannot stop being a control freak for five seconds. Today, I woke up to text after text telling me to grow up Mm. and that she was not the only one who didn't want me there. Oh. My husband supports me 100%, but apparently he got chewed out by mother-in-law today and he said now he's staying out of it. So now I'm starting to wonder if calling her out like this was too far and that I should have been the bigger person. 
I don't know, though. Am I the asshole? Short answer, no, not the asshole. I don't necessarily think it needed to escalate to the fight that it did. That. But I think dealing with things head on is the best way to do it. In cases with mother-in-laws, like they're not going anywhere as long as you're married into that family. Mm -hmm. So it's not something where it's like, just let it go. Like this could be a repetitive thing, trip after trip planned without you and you should stand up for yourself. That is a good point. You know, like it's it's not even just like, we'll just shake it off. It's like, well, no, this is going to continue to happen. And as long as you're married into that family, do you want to watch all of them go on these vacations without you? Yeah, I'm very torn on this one. Mm -hmm. I 100% think like if you're upset by something, you can have a conversation. I agree. But to kind of like come off, like it sounds like she came off like Mm -hmm. really hot from the start. Yeah. I don't fuck around. No petty bullshit. I I call them out. Yeah. So it sounds like she just came in guns blazing. Shoot it up first. Ask questions after. Yeah. Which, hey, this is your mother-in-law. This is your family. Have a little tact. Yeah. You know, maybe there's more to the story. Right. And then I'm like, Okay, well, this was the mother-in-law and father-in-law's anniversary trip that they went on. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't be bothered to show up for a dinner celebrating them? I agree. This kind of person really bothers me. Like, I would be really irked. I just can't understand people like that. Like, how are you so in your own world that you cannot be bothered to remember commitments for other, like I really, those people really do grind my gears. Quote, so I got distracted and missed dinner. What the hell were you doing? Like, see, don't even get me started. I'll like show a really mean side of myself, but like- Please do. It's, well, because I just can't, I have no tolerance for that. If you're there for a purpose and the purpose was in, it wasn't like you were in a city for like, you know, for fun and they were, you know, it's like you were there for a specific purpose to celebrate a specific milestone. Yeah. And you got distracted. Like, not like, oh, I got robbed or I got injured or I fell like fell asleep would still be shitty, but at least like you I just were got distracted. Not conscious. I got distracted. Like what? Looking at trinkets? Like it wasn't good enough for me to even remember. That's what oh. it, that's the signal. Like this oh. is so insignificant. That's why it bothers yes. me. Because to me, it sends a signal of this is so unimportant that I didn't even make a mental note. Or put it in my account. Like, you're not even worth remembering. A thousand percent. And I, I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt because I know people like this where I'm sure they have a good heart and they aren't thinking you're not important. But it's almost like you need to wake up and understand that the world does not revolve around you mm-hmm. and show up for other people. Otherwise, don't be mad when people don't show up for you. Case in point. Is it mean and kind of like mob mentality to plan this trip without her? Yeah, I don't think that's right. I think it could have gone a different way. And this person proved the mother-in-law's point. Like, hey, we have all these activities set. Everyone is on board for these activities except for you. Yeah. OP even said here. Yeah. I'll go and I'll pick and choose what's nah, good enough for me to I attend. Agree. Yeah, no. So it's like, do you want a free trip or do you mm-hmm. want to be a part of this family and enjoy this family girls trip? Agreed. So I think they could have said, you know, instead of like the mother-in-law being like, I vowed to never pay for another trip for you. Mm-hmm. The mother-in-law could have said, hey, we're going on this trip. Would you like to come? This is the cost of what it would be for you. Yep. And then there's no like sour taste in the mother-in-law's mouth for, I paid for her to come. And then she's choosing to ditch again and again and again. Right. Like she's not here for us. She's here for the free trip to California. Exactly. It's very, it's giving opportunist. That is the perfect word. Yeah. And I don't like that. If you, you're, you're not upset it's like hard. I don't want to assume things, but like, I agree with you. I think if you're OP, the, the good way to, the best way to go about it, 
in my opinion, is to like, you know, have a conversation with your mother-in-law, ask her to coffee, ask her to lunch. Hey, found out about this trip. It hurt my feelings because X, Y, Z. What did I do if she's unaware? And then, okay, I'm so sorry for that. Obviously, I want to show up for you. Can I make it right? Is there a way to like give me another shot? Yeah. And if the answer is no, then like that's a different story. But I I feel like mother-in-law maybe could have been persuaded. Or if you really want to- I think she could have. I mean, we'd barely have information on mother-in-law. Maybe she's a really big stickler. But if it were me, I would just be like, I hate that I made you feel that way. I really want to come and show you that I can be a team player. I'll pay my way on this trip. Mm-hmm. I just want to come and make it up and just have a great time with all of you. And I don't mind paying for myself. No. I think mother-in-law would be like, wow, now I really know you want to be here. You're not fighting me for a free trip. You're making amends. You just want to come and yeah. you're going to pay for it. And you're trying to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what she should have done. If you wanted to go on this trip, buy into the trip, participate with your family, mm-hmm. go to these activities and don't act like things are beneath you. Yeah. Like that's Agreed. the majority of the thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. you caused a massive fight on the anniversary trip. You yeah. missed their anniversary dinner. Yeah. And then you're yelling at her again. You blew your shot of saying, hey, you know what? I realize things haven't been the same between us since that fight on that trip. Yeah. And I'm sorry about that. I would love to go with and try to like prove that I can yeah. be a part of the family and have fun on vacation. But literally OP said, oh, well, I'll I'll come with, but I'll, I'll choose what I want to go to. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, you're right. Now that I'm saying this, now that I'm hearing this again, it's I still stand by my stance of like, you're not the asshole for bringing it up. Mm-hmm. You're the asshole for making it about you. Yeah. And not, and failing to see the way in which you kind of like fell short on your responsibility. Absolutely. And it wasn't a big responsibility. Like you no. show up to a dinner. Yeah. It's kind of twofold here. Like not the asshole for having that conversation. Yeah asshole for the way you probably went about it yes. and then how it's shaped up to be yes I, oh and we forgot about like the sister-in-law text i'm I know, like i'm I know. scanning i texted all my sister-in-laws telling them i'm completely disgusted <laughs> yeah dude that part i was like disgusted with what your own behavior like let it go let it go don't bring they are like they're not they're not paying for the trip i'm assuming so mm-hmm. it's not their call like as much as i want to say that they're being active participants like if it's me if i'm one of the sister-in-laws i'm a piece keeper like I would probably be like hey like do you guys think we should try to include so-and-so I'd probably have a conversation with mother-in-law just be like you know I don't want to make her an invite yeah like why make things difficult (laughs) we're all family here but if mother-in-law was like no this is my decision I would back off yeah and be like this is I would probably be like this is between you guys talk it out it's not it's not between us but I wouldn't have had the bully mentality that they had where it's like some of us don't want you here either like yeah, I I kind of look at this one, though, as a you messed with the bull and you got the horns. I know. You initiated this aggression towards them by yes. calling them all disgusting. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. And hey, I think OP sounds like someone who is truly unaware and lacks self-awareness and doesn't realize how miserable they are. I agree. I think there's a little bit of a lack of awareness. And I think there's a little it's giving like a little bit of entitlement. Which is interesting. How do you deal with people like this on a trip? In what sense? Like people who miss out on things? Or just like people that like, I mean, just don't care. Like if we had an important dinner plan, this would be like us going on a birthday trip and literally like one of us like, oh, I don't care about the birthday girl enough. Like I'm not going to that dinner. Like how do you deal with a friend like that? I personally would, if I found out in advance or not coming, it depends on if it's my dinner or like one of our friends. Someone else's. Dinners. Yeah. But either way, I'd probably 
just like, I'm pretty direct. Like I would probably go up to them and be like, what's up? Like, what is there a reason you don't want to come to dinner? Like what's going on? And if it was not my dinner, I'd be like, Hey, it would mean a lot to so-and-so like, is there a reason you don't want to come? And if so, let's talk about it. Otherwise, like, can you suck it up? Like, yeah. we'll make it fun. I'll take a shot in the bathroom with you. Like, it'll be great. You know, <laughs> I'll just like coax them all into it. Yeah. But if it's my dinner, I'd just be like, hey, it would mean a lot for you, for me, if you came. I don't see why you wouldn't. And if there's an issue, like, let's talk about it. Yeah. I know. I think that's exactly what I would do. And then in my head, I go, okay, well, what's the next step for another trip? I'm not going to invite that. I see. I agree. <laughs> what I was going to say is that's your temporary solution. Yeah. I do agree. Once someone does things like this, I've had a friend who's, I feel like this has happened. I can't recall exactly when, but it has happened where I've been on a trip and a friend like opted out of certain things and it wasn't cool. And it does make you less inclined to want to travel with them again. Mm -hmm. And it does make you less inclined to want to plan things with them. Yeah. Well, and I think about our trip for your birthday. I did leave the bar early. I was so uh, in Scottsdale that year. Like I oh, think we we talked diff- that's so we different. talked about this that's recently so though. But like I did leave early because I But that wasn't like a, that was us at the bar leisurely. Exactly. It wasn't Be- like a dinner. Because I needed to sleep and like yeah. we had already had dinner. We were just out and then I made sure to make it for brunch the next day. It wasn't like I I missed all the no. other activities the rest of the trip or no. like you know like that. So No, I but now that I'm talking about this, there has definitely been a trip. There's definitely been a trip where someone tried to miss like the dinner, like a birthday dinner. And I was like, bro, I think I swear I did say <gasps> so. What trip was it? They went on a date instead. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh my I gosh. wasn't even on this I know. trip. I was just like, wait, you weren't there. I wasn't there, but I yeah, know about it. That was like not cool. Like it worked out. Everyone was fine. I don't remember anyone being mad or like upset. I think it was kind of like a, where are you? But like. It wasn't a big deal, but I remember being like, That's dude, weird though. if you're going to miss any, like any of the other dinners, like miss those dinners, not this the birthday, the dinner. birthday dinner, like the reason we're here. They went on a date instead. I know, but they didn't like yeah. go to dinner and no. then peace they out. Just they didn't, just didn't, they come didn't to, attempt They just all. never came to dinner. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which I guess an attempt, subtle, an attempt, a technicality on a technicality. An, a, an attempt would have been better. Like at least show up and then like, no. hey. Yeah. Respectfully, I disagree. I think at least you showed effort versus you didn't come at all. Like that effort would have been better in my book. Yeah. Like I get, hey, you're having anxiety, whatever it is. Like everyone needs to take time for themselves. Like traveling can be hard. I get it. I agree. But at least like come and just show up for me Mm. when it's important and then do your thing. I agree. Okay. I agree with that. Like is it- Just a little attempt. Is it better? Yes. Like coming is better than not coming at all in some cases. But I feel like, if you left, depending on how you left, it would still be perceived wrong and the, the takeaway would still be the same. Like yeah. the narrative would still be like, she left my birthday dinner. No one's going to get into the technicality and be like, well, she technically showed up and then left, you know? But we are. We are because we're dissecting <laughs> it on a podcast. But like- I know, it's interesting. For most people, they're not like, well, when exactly did she leave? Yeah. You know? True. I looked at OP's account on this one. No comments from them at all. I don't know if I mentioned, but it's about a month old, so- you think they would have commented by now? Overall vote, what do you think it is? I'm getting asshole vibes. You would be correct in that. Damn, now I hate myself for saying get the <laughs> asshole. Uh, top comment just kind of summarizes some of what OP said. I said that was crap because I could come and still hang out with them at the beach and hotel while going to the planned stuff I choose. Yeah, bad. She then said she was not going to pay for a flight and hotel for me just for me to choose to stand up everyone. And then they go, so she's paying for the trip. 
so that everyone can spend time together and do activities together. And your position is that you'll pick and choose the activities that you're interested in. You're the asshole. Mm -hmm. She doesn't owe you a free trip. That's where we got. It took us longer to get there, but we got there. we did get there. Next comment down. Don't forget the fact that the previous trip was to celebrate the in-laws anniversary and she couldn't even be bothered to show up to dinner. OP isn't that special and no one is going to give her a full paid vacation so she can go do what she wants on their dime. When it's said like this, she's looking more and more like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Next one down goes, but wait, she got distracted and missed dinner. More like she didn't want to attend the anniversary dinner after her in-laws funded the trip. It's like, cause they you, paid for that trip too. Yeah. And then she missed their celebratory dinner. Are you 12? Like, how did you get distracted? It is super goofy. Yeah. Comments, comments. They get it. They, they, they get it. They got, they tore her a new one. These are such tricky people to deal with because there's inten- no winning. Well, their intentions can be really good. It's like the difference between there's some people who are firm believers that like if your intentions are good, the outcome is neutral. And then there's other people who are like, it doesn't matter what your intentions were. It's what you did and what the outcome was. Mm -hmm. And it's like in this case, like I don't know her intentions, but they could be really well intentioned. Yeah. And she just genuinely is like a space cadet and just loses touch with time and stuff. There are people like that. There are people. I mean, if you have ADHD and it's a very severe form of it, like, yeah, yeah, you can blink on important things. It is very debilitating for a lot of people. But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering on that anniversary trip, where was her husband? I was wondering the whole... Did he miss dinner too? I don't know. I, but I want to know too. Where was her husband? I feel like she intentionally left that out because it's like, if you then got so distracted, air quotes, because I don't think she was distracted. I think this was purposeful. You think so? Yeah. Why? For what? The whole entire trip is for their anniversary. And you miss the one thing that the trip is really for. Yeah. I've heard of people... I've heard of it happening. It's so dumb. No, it's just like... It's so crazy. I mean, think of it. Let me just going to paint a picture. This is totally assumptive because I don't know any of this. But like, you go on a trip for this anniversary dinner. OP is like, dinner's at seven. It's five. I'm pretty much ready. I got time to kill. I'm going to go like shop around. And then, oh, it's a happy hour. I'm going to roll on in, have an Aperol spritz, (laughs) two Aperol spritz, three Aperol spritz. We did this in Paris a lot. We did we do this, did in, this Paris. in Paris a lot. And then you start talking to the person next to you. You're yeah. making friends. You're buying each other drinks. You're having a great time. You're learning about their culture. <gasps> next thing oh, you know. Oh, shit, Morgan. We're going to miss our reservation. So, like, I can kind of see how it can happen. And even though your intentions were like, I, w- I was going to go to the anniversary dinner. Yeah. I totally lost track of time. And Absolutely. I was having so much fun. Like, people are so present. So, it's like, I I know people are like, oh, how you're being a devil's advocate. I'm not. I still think this person yeah. fucked up. But I'm what I'm getting at is I don't necessarily think it had to be like a malicious, I'm going to miss this dinner on purpose. Do you think she left out the context of what she was doing on purpose then? Because the context could change a lot of people too. Like mm-hmm. I got so distracted. I ran into a friend from high school yeah. and didn't even realize the time. Like, it leads me like, to believe that it was something kind of dumb. Not I'm curious. Dumb, but like it leads me to believe that it was a very optional activity that like didn't need like it was poor planning yeah it's like where like tonight right I was like oh sorry I'm running late like I could have just said I'm running late or I could be like I was running late because I decided I needed to reorganize my shoe rack and it's like or I'm running late because I was having a stomach issue mm-hmm. context is everything changes it the stomach issue you're like oh I'm so sorry you, I get it you good <laughs> and the shoe it. thing is like do you have no regard for other people's schedules like you decided 10 minutes before you're supposed to come to record that you should like color code your shoes yeah. The second one is like, you're selfish. 
or you're just so distracted that you can barely function. Yeah. And the first one is like, okay, that sucks. Like bad timing, your stomach, you don't choose when your stomach acts up. Mm -hmm. Context matters. Context totally matters. Woo! Which this is, you know, context, speaking of context, this is, you know, a Paris episode, travel hacks and horror stories. Let's, let's go to fucking Paris. Let's go back. Let's go. Enjoy the Eiffel Tower view, guys. Au revoir. Bye. So here we are. (laughs) Talk about your travel horror story that just happened. No, I can't launch right in. Ease me in. Okay. Hi, guys. Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. Je m'appelle Morgan. Je m'appelle Alejandra. Oh my God, that dog is so cute. I'm like going to be the worst ADHD recorder right now. This is brutal. Not, not good for your ADD. It's not good for my ADD. The stairs were already getting. I I should have remembered how brutal it was when I did this in London, like the stairs, but it's fine. We had to get to the park for one story. But if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see we're in Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower and... It's been insane, like the most magical trip so far. We've had some experiences already. We've, everyone has been super nice. That's yeah. one thing I was like really worried about, yeah. especially not speaking French, but no, everyone's been really nice. has been insanely amazing. Yeah. It's been like the best trip. Beauty of it is it's worked out so well so far, except for one incident, which we'll talk about. Mm, yeah. One incident wasn't great, but it actually still worked out really well. It was insane, you guys. Wait yeah. till we get into it. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, so this first one is coming from Am I the Asshole? It is titled, and it's only one day old. It's this very. This was posted yesterday? It's posted yesterday. Huh. Very fresh. Really? Very fresh. Interesting. So it's titled, Am I the asshole for saying I'll be driving myself and paying for my own room on the upcoming family vacation so I won't have to be a babysitter? Hmm. I, 23 male, was repeatedly stuck playing the part of helper and babysitter on family outings. I had to move out of my parents' house because I kept being forced to help watch my three nephews. Last year, we took a family vacation in summer to the coast. I rode along with my parents and they paid for my hotel. Only I had to share that room with three rowdy boys because my sister and her husband wanted a room to themselves. I was promised time to do my own things on the vacation, but instead I ended up having to help with these kids. I complained to everyone about it and was reminded I was there for free. And then we pretty much just did only one thing I wanted to do, which was tour an art gallery. I like doing this whenever I'm at the coast, but the kids find it boring. This year, my parents have a beach trip planned for June, and they assumed I'd be riding along the same way as last year, but I refused. I said I'd be driving myself and paying for my own hotel to stay to have my own room. My parents were shocked and tried to remind me of the cost. I said it was no worry. I've got a good job and a decent running car. Dang. I can more than afford it. Hey, That's when the butts started. I stated the previously listed things as why I'll be driving myself and paying for myself. I won't be able to enjoy this vacation as an adult and not be treated like a child like last year. My parents told my sister and she called to blow up at me that I'll be ruining the vacation if I'm off doing my own thing while she has to wrangle her three boys. I ended up yelling at her that last year all she did was wrote me into her mess. I didn't really get to do much of anything I wanted to do and was treated like the bad guy for wanting to just go to an art gallery. I'm a grown man. I deserve my own vacation too. 
Now my sister's not speaking to me and my parents are still trying to convince me to just ride with them to keep the peace. I'm still refusing, but the pressure is getting to me. Am I the asshole for not giving in? I know they'll have a pretty hard time when they won't have another person there to help. No. No. Absolutely not. No. Um, You're an adult and the whole purpose of a vacation is to take a vacation, not fill in the role as babysitter. It's totally different if they were like, listen, can you come on this vacation as our babysitter because we love you and like, you know, this isn't like your vacation. You'll take your own vacation. I don't know. I mean, it's, we're it's willing a, to compensate you we're for babysitting. To, like, treat you like a babysitter, like a paid role, not a family member who moonlights as that paid role. Yeah, I think that they're OPs actually being a grown up about it because they could easily just say, "No, I'm not coming." They offered to still come and just pay their way, which to me is actually unfair if everybody else is getting paid for. But that's how willing, unwilling OP is to have to watch the children. And that's okay. That's the boundary that they're setting. Yeah, such a fair boundary. I think that's perfectly fair. I think it's really inappropriate and unfair and uncool to expect her to provide childcare. That's not vacation. That's, no. You're working. I, I'm sure she like loves her nieces and nephews. They're boys, I think, right? All three. All three nephews. So I'm sure the nephews are fun. I've been a babysitter in the past. Boys are a handful, so they can be super rambunctious. I'm sure she loves them and everything, but at the same time... That's not the what you, we were talking about this last night about how like you're you know you have your niece and nephew like yeah when you watch them it can be a lot and you love to do it but not on vacation there's a time and a place for that there's a time and a place and I I just had to go check it is a guy actually so I was picturing a girl but then I thought it could be a guy it's it's a guy which is interesting because I think we kind of like almost like if it was a girl it would be like more like expected. oh you're maternal it's yeah. more expected yeah. because of the gender yes. which I find interesting air quotes. We said yeah, air air quotes. Quotes. Expected. yeah and so it's so interesting that this is a guy and okay well they're three nephews they want to hang out with you they look up to you you're their uncle it's like the guilting I'm sure they okay oh. cool I'll take them to ice cream on sun, some random Sunday next week but like, yeah not your whole vacation and it's like if you can't handle your three kids then maybe you need to hire help maybe where's your husband where's your husband or your partner and all this or yeah those kids came from someone else right. not just her so where unless is, they're single yeah unless they're a single parent I, I don't know but it's like where why isn't he stepping but up that in all this right it's like your children are your children that's I hate to be insensitive but that's your responsibility like yeah. nobody else signed up for that duty anytime family wants to help I think people nowadays forget that that is not mandatory no it is an, it's a nice it's a thing. gift it's a gift some people don't have the access to that it's a it's an extra it's a plus yeah um one thing that i'm thinking as we're talking about this out loud is like why wouldn't if they were smart about it why wouldn't they just say listen nobody else is paying for their vacation and you're part of this family so you shouldn't have to pay for a vacation but like instead ugh, i'm trying to think how this could work out i think like the payment is what's being used as the string though I mean, that was the comment throughout all of it. It's like, you're here for free. You can help out with the kids. Yeah, so I think that I is him setting like yes. this hard boundary of like, you're not going to use money. Because I paid hold. my way here. So, you, yeah, yeah. You're not using this against but it's like, me why even anymore. Go. I don't know. Like, because I think like he wants to spend yeah, time with his, his family. So like he loves yeah. his family. He just doesn't want to be used as a nanny the whole weekend, which like Fair. as a nanny, in the past, I did get asked to go to Mexico with my nanny family. And I know, um, like, my friend Tanner's fiancé now, fiancé, 
Hey. Um, oh yeah. Allison. She is a professional nanny yeah. and she gets taken on all these trips. I mean, she's gone to Mexico, she's gone to Greece, she's gone wow. all Dream. over. Yeah. And she went to Hawaii. Like they Amazing. they gave her her own room and they yeah, even let as they should. And they even let her bring Tanner. So when they went out to dinner as a family, she had someone to go, she could like That's go on a amazing. date with Tanner. Amazing. So That's if, amazing. If the sister needs help, there's ways to have help. But it's not pawning your kids off for the entire vacation on your brother who didn't sign up for kids. He Absolutely didn't choose to have not. kids. No. These are your responsibility. No, and he's 23. At that point, you want to be at the you don't want to be at the kids table anymore and rightfully so. You want to be at the adults table. And no, I don't think this is an asshole move. I, no. I think if it were me, like I I was trying to picture myself in the situation and I think that I would feel the guilt too because I want to do a solid for my family. Helping out like a day like I'll take him for one day but not the whole seven of the whole vacation. No, yeah. It gets to a point where like, like you're taking advantage of me. Yeah. And the fact that the sister called and blew up, like her entitlement over her brother is very weird. Like this is your brother, not your babysitter. Right. It's yeah, so strange. It, the entitlement kind of tells you everything you need to know, or I mean the blow up yeah. tells you everything you need to know because it shows that there's this expectation that the mom has that you're going to watch my kids on vacation and you're not, now that you're not doing it, like, you're blowing up because he didn't say I'm not coming on vacation. Then if she blew up on him, they could warrant and be like, oh, she's just really upset because she wants you there. And she feels like you're like causing a rift that your your void, your absence will be really loud on vacation. Yeah. He's still coming. He's just going to pay for it so that he can pick and choose what his schedule looks like while he's there. And she's mad. Because of the childcare element. Yeah. Which she is wants so a free babysitter. Selfish. She wants a free babysitter. She yeah. doesn't want to take care of those kids. So we do have some edits, but I'll read the top comment first. Okay. And it's quoting, my parents told my sister and she called to blow up at me that I'll be ruining the vacation if I'm off doing my own thing while she has to wrangle her three boys. Uh, so what's the difference? That's your job. Yeah. yeah. What's the difference? So you recognize okay. that babysitting the kids ruins the vacation? Yeah. Huh. And why, why is it my job to take care of your kids? Yeah. Huh. That's funny. Huh. 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 So they quote OP on that and they go, that's a laugh. She's admitting she's ruining your vacation so as not to ruin her own. Right. They're her kids and her responsibility, not the asshole. In fact, you're nicer than I would be. Yes. I'd just say no thanks. I've got other plans and avoid the family vacation altogether. That's what I was saying. He, yeah. This person could, he's actually being very, very mature and like thoughtful about this, in my opinion, mm -hmm. because he could just go the route of if you're paying for your own vacation, you may as well pay what you're or, sorry, choose what you're doing. And so as much as you want to see your family, I would just be like, listen, I'll come spend a weekend with you guys. Or if you want to come visit me, I'll host you. We can spend quality time like for free low key. I'm just going to like do a different vacation mm -hmm. with like a friend or like a different family member, whatever it is at that point. And he's not doing that. He's like, I still want to come. I want to be a part of the group. want to take part in the family activities on this vacation, but I just don't want to be the expected babysitter. Yeah. So another comment goes, not the asshole. Why can't they get a sitter to come and help? And someone comments under it. They had a sitter, but he decided to get his own room and drive himself. Ah, yes. Yes, that's true. Yes. So we have some edits from OP. There's a lot of comments, but they are mostly like just piggybacking off the top comment. Um, basically like, yes, how dare you ruin my vacation when I should be ruining yours? Mm. Um, what's with the sister? I took care of my kids on vacation and found them things to do on vacation. Maybe sis should pay for a nanny on the vacation. Oh, but wait, why would she? Or even try to parent her kids when she is trying to bully her brother into slave labor. Oof. 
OP, stand your ground or simply don't go on this so-called vacation. Yes, I agree. Totally. So edit. It's barely been an hour since I posted, but my sister is apparently a Reddit lurker in the mornings and <gasps> she saw my post. Not only is she furious with me, <laughs> but she's also upset no one in the comments is siding with her. To make it short, she went on a big rant about how it's so hard to be a parent to triplets. And the least I could do is help because I'm young and single and she needs a break. I stood my ground on my decision and now she's calling our parents to get them involved. I'm expecting a call from them any minute. Are you kidding me? Is this woman even because, mature enough to have three children? Because you're young and single. You could be young half, and half single and is, child free if you wanted to be. Bitch. Well, half of that statement is a choice, right? Like him being younger is like not, not his problem. It's like, sorry, God's plan. Dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But being single again sometimes a choice but like don't penalize him for being choosing to have freedom he it's, doesn't have kids that's his no. decision he gets not hard to you know go out and knock someone up like you know he just lives a single life doesn't have kids nothing wrong with it so it's not his problem now i think it's so funny because i saw this video the other day and it was someone talking about how people with kids will sometimes want people who choose not to have kids to be like as miserable as them. Yeah. And it was this weird concept. And I'm not sure if it's even valid. It was coming from someone who was choosing to be child free and like had all these friends that were like complaining about their kids and then, but like also guilting them at the same time. But like, you should have kids too. Mm. You'd love it. You'd find it so rewarding. Weird. And it well, basically misery loves company. That, no matter what. that is the thing. It was more so like misery loves company and you want me to be miserable with you because you chose this path and you're seeing me have more freedom, financial freedom, no responsibility. I choose my own path. I do what I want when I want. Yeah. And I saw another thing that was like, if you like doing what you want, when you want, do not don't have kids. Don't have kids. Don't get a dog. Yeah. Literally, like, like just be yourself. Make, not make even a, a cat. No, don't even get a freaking goldfish. But, <laughs> you know, I guess let's like, I want to be clear that we're not saying having kids makes you miserable. Not but what at we're all, but it's that, a choice people make. Yes, it's a choice you make. And sometimes kids can make you miserable. And if they do, at the end of the day, our favorite saying, you made that decision. <laughs> you made the decision to have kids. Yeah. If I get a puppy and that puppy fucks up my house, yeah, that sucks, but I got a puppy. And some of that comes with getting puppies. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, and, and you know, we see this phenomenon, the phenomenon that you're, I think you're getting at of like, you know, misery loves company. That's not exclusive to this. It's exclusive to anything. If I'm like, you know, hungover, it's like, it's almost easier to be hungover than another person, not it the person sure running 5Ks in the morning, you know, oh, that sucks. But I've also seen that even in the workplace where a coworker will be like, what did you do this weekend? And then they're like, oh, you know, I, I'm like, oh, I went to brunch and I like with my friends and I went hiking. And then I like, you know, visited the Eiffel Tower and like last minute got <laughs> on a flight to France, you know, did the things. And then they're like, wow, sounds fun. Like I had two, mm. two babies to like watch and, you know, all, I couldn't get away from my kids and my kids wouldn't stop throwing up on me and it sucks and I'm so sleep deprived and now <laughs> they got me sick and, and they're like, wow, I wish I could have your weekend. And I'm like, I don't know what to, how to respond to that. Like you could have, but well, you, you wanted to have kids. And it's that's also just like the grass is always greener, dude. Like, it is. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Well, when people bring their kids to Paris, I mean, I'm looking at a couple I'm of kids. At a lot of kitties. There's a lot of kids. They're so cute, you guys. There's, oh my God, and when they talk in French. When they like get mad oh and they're all upset God. and they're fighting with their parents in French, it is the cutest thing ever. Like when I hear like a, an American, like an, well, yeah. an English speaking child, 
pop off on his parents. I just want to like check him. Yeah. But when I hear a little French boy pop off on his parents, it's like it's the fucking cute. cutest thing. It's cute. Oh. I think that is a thing too, where a lot of parents feel they can't travel or do things with their kids that they want to do. And it's like, no, your kids are going to appreciate those trips and that culture. Like, absolutely. And what an amazing gift to give your kids to take them to places like this. Like, yeah, you I saw take your kids on vacation if you can, if you have the means. If you have the means. Well, and that was this video I saw where someone was like, we went to Disneyland and spent four grand yeah. for three days at Disneyland. Uh-huh. And someone was like, do you know the vacation you could have taken in Europe for four grand with your family and had a more robust experience? But like, as a Disney adult, I get it. Like, you got to go to Disney too. <laughs> like, the guards make me so it's about nervous. Balance. I know. <laughs> they, I, can't keep, look, I can't look that way. No, we keep getting like... stared at. The other three that walked by though before, I'm like, okay, they didn't yell at us. It's fine. I know, I know, I know. But they stared. I'm like, oh my God, are we going to no. get in trouble? Are we going to get kicked out of the park? There's a chance. I should After probably last read, night's shenanigans, I dude, should probably read the update. I'm shocked I'm at this park, <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Uh, yeah, Alejandra will get to her story. Yeah, we'll there, it's we'll pretty traumatizing, yeah, actually. I'm having PTSD. Um, okay, so for the update, well, I'm off work now, so I guess I can tell you more of what went down. I guess you could say it's over. My sister got our parents involved. They looked at my post and were absolutely horrified by the continuous influx of commenters. Yes, they're very angry with me that I posted here, but I told them that if they just listened to me to begin with, I'd have never needed to. I'm sick of the whole keep the peace mentality that sacrifices me to placate my sister. They in turn went off on my sister. And to make a long story short, the whole vacation has been canceled. Oh no. The hotel wasn't booked yet anyways, but my parents are arguing with my sister. My sister is blaming me and my nephews are crying because they aren't going to the beach. My sister called me at lunch and basically implied I have no life, which is why I have time to help. I recorded that and told our parents and that's currently what they're fighting about. I sincerely thank everyone here for all of the advice, but I don't think I'll need to update again. Mm. Sad. That's really sad. See, I like don't want to go on a whole side tangent, but I think this is really relevant because when you were reading the story and you said that the sister was like a Reddit or OP said that the sister was a Reddit like lurker, lurker, whatever the word was. I always wonder how people find like their family members or their friends posts. Like I always wonder that. I always wonder that. I'm also like a sleuth and like we both scour Reddit, obviously. And I've never come across a post that's been about me. I don't know. It would take a while to find something. There's so much on Reddit. Like This how? post really blew up though. So I it's mean, just like that's just unlucky. That's just unlucky, unlucky. Then, that they posted and within a day it blew up and the yeah. sister happens to lurk Reddit and yeah. saw it. Like that's bad luck. But where I'm going with this is like, I always wonder when people post things on the internet, even anonymously, you have to know, and this is just like a message to all of us right now, you have to know that there's always a chance that the audience in which you are talking about will read it. Could find it. Always, you guys. Yeah. No matter who you are. Well, being only a day old, I mean, it's got... It's unlucky. It's got like 15 awards right now and 30... 3,000 upvotes. Yeah, so like, and, and that's, that's only a day old. And that's, that's only a day old. Crazy. So like people really put some fire to this. Okay. And yeah, it, I it mean, just like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a bummer that like a family vacation would get canceled over a Reddit post, but I don't think it got canceled over a Reddit post. I know it's the sister's attitude is what led to this path. If she would have said, Hey, I saw the post. I read the comments. I get it now. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward and let's go on this vacation. Fire more. Yeah. Because she seems like, Okay, get, granted, we don't know that much about her, but she sounds like a selfish person and selfish Very people. Very entitled. 
typically, you know, don't want to see other people's point of view. And so to see the internet kind of dogpile against you probably triggered her even more. And yeah. she doesn't seem to have the wherewithal to take a step back and say, oh, maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Well, we do have a little more info, too. She's not single. She has a husband, but he works a lot. Okay. Great. Great time to spend with your family then. Vacation. Take some time off work. Yeah. Yeah. Family vacation. That's when you do bond with your spend kids. Spend time with your kids. Yeah. They're all seven years old. And oh geez. someone did ask like. Triplets is a lot. Three triplets. Yeah. Boys. Honestly, that's at kind seven. of my dream. Get it all done at one shot. Yeah, absolutely. If you, First have, all, if you could have triplets, I would like want two boys, one girl. I'd want all boys. Yeah. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, I love my family, like, order, like, boy, me, girl, boy. That's, yeah, I think that's works really well. I just, I don't know. I just don't You just want to be a boy mom? I want to be a boy mom. Oh, yeah. no girls? No. If I have one, great, but, you know, yeah. it's not like I can pick, but no. if I could have it my way, I think I would want all boys. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of OP for standing the ground. I think it needed to be done, and, like, this will blow over. Like, the sisters got to come around. Like, it'll blow over. This is one of those things that I actually think is going to end up being a good thing. And yes, call me crazy. But I just think that this actually brought light to a deep rooted issue within the dynamics of the family that maybe wouldn't have been addressed otherwise. And I think the family for, feels like kind of seen now. Yeah. Like, OK, the Internet, like a bunch of strangers who don't really have a dog in this fight are telling us that like we've been going about this really wrong by expecting OP to just babysit and moving forward like who knows if Opie hadn't put this out there the rest of his life or you know until he got his own family made his own family he would be dealing with this but now I feel like there's a boundary has been created and they're going to rethink the way the dynamic you know between childcare and the, and the OP they absolutely have to but yeah. I mean I think I think they definitely are considering the parents are now going after the sister which is good right I think and this is like a good it's gonna be growing tense. takes pain sometimes growing takes pain sometimes that's yeah. good I think there's gonna be some tense tension yeah. for sure 100% for a little bit but you know what weather the storm you'll come out everyone will come out like hopefully right you never know it could people do become estranged with their yeah, families yeah they might not talk after this and it does Who knows? take things like this so I really hope I'm wrong and it, that's not the good thing I was referring to like but I do think that you know with the right communication yeah this could actually end up like bettering their relationships within each other yeah each i think other. so too i think so too morgan's having anxiety i can like feel it i'm pretty good at tuning everything out i i'm not doing bad i'm just like also kind of people watching and yeah, I, I can, saw, that's what i'm saying i can tell i don't know if you guys could see it in the video but there was the cutest like white swiss shepherd and i'm Whoa, like oh I didn't see my it. god yeah i normally i get really distracted what's funny is like if you and i were sitting at this park like with a bottle of champagne i would actually be more distracted i'd be like looking around yeah but I'm like pretty dialed in right now. But I can, when I'm talking to Morgan, you know, when you're talking to someone and you can like, they're kind of, they're like, looking through you. <laughs> That's Morgan. Like she's not even really like, no. Ah! Oh my God. <laughs> okay. That's our sign. That's our sign it's, to take our talents it's elsewhere. It's meant to be done. I mean, <laughs> I have one more short one we can do. I'm dying. I'm like, I'm perplexed right now, you guys. I just, I can't. I'm just, everyone's staring. And like, yeah, we have there an was audience. not, there was not this many people in London. No. And Well, no. I don't know. I wasn't there, but no. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> no, it was very like chill in London in comparison to this. No, this is amazing, you guys, though. We can't even complain. It's, it's been, incredible. We saw it last night. We saw a proposal last night right in front of the Eiffel Tower. Oh my God. The proposal was beautiful. We'll, po we'll post something about it. Morgan and I. So this, while you're pulling that up. 
this man got on his, it was dark. So the Eiffel Tower twinkles at night at certain times. And so we came to watch it twinkle with our wine and this, all of a sudden it's dark, but I see this man get on his knees and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's proposing. I'm like, he's take proposing. out the cameras and take him out, so take him out. We look around, there's like no friends or family around. No one's recording no it. We're one. like, they're going to want this moment. This is beautiful. It's like my dream, it's my dream proposal. Unreal. And so Absolutely Morgan, unreal. so smart, wraps, gets her phone out, records it, walks up to them after, congratulates them and airdrops them the photos and the videos. Yeah. No, it was beautiful. It was and then... Beautiful. We proceeded to go sit on a park bench. Oh, we're going there. And yeah, let's just get into it. All right, all right. So this is um, our horror travel story that we have from it, this trip. Yeah, it's a horror story, but it actually isn't like that bad. Once Like the ending is okay. It could have been terrible. Could have been terrible. So after this proposal we watched, we go and sit on this park bench. Like all these guys walk around selling wine. So we had bought wine and... We're just like enjoying the view shooting the and shit, shooting the shit, chatting, enjoying our Eiffel time together. Tower, yeah. yeah. I mean, good. look at this thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. So we're sitting there for a little bit and then we weren't like drunk. We'd had like two glasses of wine. No, 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 no. So we walk off and we go to this it's restaurant. No. 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 We did get there though. We did get there. Yeah. I'm later. very hungover today. So as we're like walking to the restaurant, we think we have all of our stuff. We go down. Oh, Hello to you too. I don't know what just happened, but okay. He's big mad at us. Okay, we just got flicked off. Add it to the list. Um, but we're going downstairs. We're like in the bathroom. I go in first and then I hand Alejandra my stuff to hold. And she's like, wait, do you have my purse? I go, no, I don't know. So we run back to the park. Like no, no. she you're runs gonna, back. You skip over that oh, part? We're not going to skip over that it, part. You take it from we're here. We're going to tell it. We're going to tell it. Take okay. it from here. So I'll pick that up. So I'm like, oh my God, I have to go get my purse. And Morgan's like, okay, okay, I'll come with you. So we're running up the stairs and oh, seconds before this, by the way, the, <sighs> the waiter fell in love with Morgan and then called her his queen. And then she asked a question he didn't like. So then he said, now I'm his queen. Fake, but okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> fake we'll, bitch. Fake bitch, but okay. And then, um, so we're, Morgan's like, okay, well, we have to go get your purse, whatever. We're walking up the stairs. We had this bag with our bottle of wine there seems to be no open container laws here because everyone just has a bottle of wine in their hand yeah you just like walk around drinking here yeah so we're, we have a bottle of wine in our bag and the bag breaks shatters in the, the restaurant oh my god and it was and it was like full a full it was bottle of a wine. full bottle of wine and it didn't just break it had to it literally broke in front of the manager and the waiter and it breaks and i look at it and i'm like i'm sorry morgan i can't deal with this you gotta you gotta handle this yeah. mess and i just bolt for the eiffel tower this man, I have never seen someone look at me with such disgust and hatred Aww. in my entire life. It literally just the bag got soggy or something. Mm -hmm. And so it just so fell weak. out the bottom, shattered. And I look at him and I just like, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because so we're racing back to go try to find her purse. We're stressed. Yeah. And then, of course, that happens. And yes. I'm like, can I sweep it? Can I help? Like, I was just trying to help. Yeah. And he... He like was not having it. And then I ended up like he threw a rag down and I was like, can I help? And he's like, no. And he, like, yeah. He was so, so mad. I left her in the trenches with like three mad Frenchmen. Yeah. Not good. They're all speaking she, like French to each other angrily. Oh, and they were so pissed. Like, ah. So then Alejandro runs back to the park to try to find her purse. She runs not even like by the area or passes the area and ends up going so, all the way around the tower. Let me tell a critical detail that we missed because <laughs> I think this actually adds the urgency here. So the purse is a nice purse. It's one of my, one of my few nice purses. Okay? It's a Louis Vuitton, my you guys. First, it's a Louis Vuitton. My first designer purse, okay? That's fine. Things can be replaced. No big deal. Uh-huh. But inside the purse yeah. is my passport. Oh, yeah. 
My dad, the one thing he told me about traveling is you never leave your, if you're going abroad, you never leave your passport unattended. And I did she just gone. that. And I'm waiting to tell my dad the story when I get back to the States because I think I'll give him a heart attack if I tell him that story. But yeah. anyway, I digress. The critical detail is my passport is in that said purse that is now yeah. missing. And I'm like, I need that to get back home. Oh, yeah. And so, you're like so panicking. Running. You're like, do we go to the embassy? Are we going to find it? Yes. I'm like sprinting around the Eiffel Tower. It's dark. I'm confused. There's a lot of people. I start to get like tunnel vision because I start to kind of have a panic attack. Oh, yeah. you were... My vision's starting to blur. So I actually was really disoriented. So I call Morgan. And she's by herself. Like, we're not together. Yes, I stayed at the up. restaurant to fix our wine fiasco. The wine gate. Wine so gate. then I call oh. Morgan in a panic. And I'm like, Morgan, I like go on without me. Like I'm lost. <laughs> I can't, I trust you. My, you have a better chance than I do of finding it. So can you please go find the park bench? Yeah. I'm going to circle the Eiffel Tower like a mad woman. Yeah. I think you were just panicking. So you went like, if you're <laughs> watching the YouTube video and looking at the tower right now, Alejandra ended up on the left side, but we only sat on the right side. Yeah. So she went all the way, like fully around the tower. I missed it. Yeah. So yeah. So I end up cleaning up the wine and I run to the park after and I'm like looking around for like kind of the wine guys that had come up. And we had been talking to them throughout oh, the yeah, night. Yeah. Like we mentioned we were from California. And so the guys like started calling us like Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. We don't know why still to this day, but we'll yeah. I don't take it. I don't know, maybe blonde. I don't whatever. I don't know. So we end up like or I end up finding one of the guys. I was like, Did you find my friend's purse? Like, did you find my friend's purse? And he goes, Yeah, yes, Lady Gaga, I found it. Or like my friend found it. Like yeah. they were they were so excited. And so like they bring one of their friends over and then he's like, Oh, I gave it to the police. All of a sudden, this like police all, officer like no shows police up. Yeah. yeah, you don't you didn't I didn't see any at night. Plain closed, like lady pulls it out of her backpack. She's like, Is this it? And I'm like, Yes. And everything was there, even her cash, like nothing had nothing been touched, touched or rifled through. No. It was amazing. Nothing. Amazing. Like, the purse itself could be resold. Like it's a good great condition like I guess our point in that story was panic because my passport was in there with cash can replace the other stuff but like I need to get home this is like a an emergency yeah and the moral of the story though was I don't know we don't know what would have happened but like Morgan and I were super nice to the vendors who were trying to sell us wine all night even though we already had wine and we kept saying like hey we'll buy it from you tomorrow we're coming back to record and um we made conversation with them asked them where they're from and remember he said his brother's He's his brother's in California. Yeah. He is from India and is moving to LA in 2025. Yes. He told us all of this and we were super kind to them. And like, I think a lot of people sometimes with street vendors kind of shoo them away and just disregard them or ignore yeah. them. And we were like really personal with them. And I think because of that, we had this connection with them. They like remembered us and whoever found the purse was one of them that we had talked to or something. Yeah. And so they like, instead of like taking it or pawning it off or just leaving it, they like turned it in and, it was really it was beautiful. I amazing. started crying. <laughs> Which is like the opposite of what you expect. Like yeah. before coming to Paris, everyone's like pit pocketers, yes. pit pocketers, yes. like keep your stuff so close. Which, yeah, like that happens too. But like this was a fully unattended at night $1,800 purse on a park bench. Like yes. it was incredible. With, like the kindness of these people and yes. just it's amazing. It was amazing. We did end up going back to the bar. We made amends with uh, the server and the manager. I had to basically tell him he can be my boyfriend. So yeah. I now have a boyfriend, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was really good. I will put the name of the restaurant in the video because if you're in Paris, you need to go. Yeah, it's the, the manager's name is Manolo and it's like one of the nicest little spots. I already forgot my boyfriend's name. 
<laughs> but I'd come up to him and I, cause I felt so bad. I was like, what can I do to make this right? Alejandro gives him like 60 bucks. All right. Yeah. So I slid him some cash. Okay. <laughs> and he goes, I like, wasn't enough. He looked still angry at me. So I'm like, what can I do to make this right? He goes, your number. And I was like, <laughs> sorry, this dust wind. <laughs> I know. It was like a dust storm. I'm sorry. I like, couldn't see for a second. <laughs> I had to blink. Like, dust. He, like got stuck on my contacts. I think there's dust on the mics. There is. Okay. Sorry. He said your number. And I said, fine we um (laughs) anything so you're not mad anything for this stranger that i'll never see again in france but as long as he's not mad we're so we're such people pleasers oh my god sometimes we are but hey we're going back there now we're gonna get food yeah we're gonna go grab a drink starving probably so it's it's meant to be we'll we'll see you guys back at the hotel a little tipsy on the next story yeah yeah bye Bye, guys not me eating my croissant in the Ooh. park at 6 a.m. in Paris. Wow. Um, yeah, so we got, <laughs> we got kicked out of the hotel um, from, like, recording on the rooftop. So the only way to come back and finish our Paris episode was do it in the park. At and 6 a.m. how do you avoid people and screaming babies and all that good stuff? Wake 6 a.m. Yeah, you guys. Running on no sleep. As we went to bed at like three. So it was nice two hours Mm -hmm. of sleep. Mm -hmm. But here we are, you guys, with the rest of our travel episode. And we're going to be ending it a little differently. We have a bunch of listener write-ins of just crazy like travel horror stories. And I have a personal experience from yesterday. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a really good time. Yeah. So if we're a little tired, we're a little, no, not even tired. Our brain cells just might not be brain selling at full capacity. No, my brain cells are on their last leg. For sure. The yeah. two, the two last ones I have are rubbing themselves together right now. <laughs> That's, it's I'm not looking good, guys. Losing my voice too. So here we go. Let's, let's get back into these stories. But okay, let's talk about TSA pre-check. Oh, I need to get TSA pre-check. I need to do that um, when we get home. It's so good. Also, if you're considering doing pre-SAT, pre... Oh my God, am I okay? <laughs> TSA pre-check. What did you call it? You called it like pre-SA. Pre-SA. Yeah. Get the pre-SA. Sounds like a tango to Prius. Yeah. Um, but if you're thinking about getting it, just do global entry because it's like $15 more. Honestly, and get... I really want to cut you off. Gatekeep. <laughs> Shut I'm up, sorry. I'm up, sorry. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut I think up, there's some up. things that should be gatekept, and this is one. Because <laughs> the more people get it, and then it doesn't. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Or because people are already pre-checked, does it speed it up? Oh. Still, you know, you know. Okay, fine. I'm being but, an asshole. No, I'm the asshole. Am I the asshole for gatekeeping for TSA pre-check? No, I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> so this is ten days old, coming from Am I the asshole? it's almost like it's almost like you're trying to get a French accent no I'm just dying I don't do well without sleep you guys are seeing it I'm so sorry (laughs) you have to just keep that in this is the earliest I've ever recorded and I'm never doing it again no you will so it's coming from Am I the Asshole (laughs) user mgoazul it's 10 days old and titled Am I the asshole for leaving my travel partner at TSA while I use pre-check and clear? My partner and I have been together for four years. We travel a few times a year for work and vacation. We both have credit cards that pay for TSA pre-check and clear. 
Well, I've decided to enroll in both programs since I travel every few months and appreciate the convenience. She thinks the requirements are too annoying and confusing to deal with. So she refuses to go through the process. Somewhat fair, they can be cumbersome, but she's a smart person and could figure it out. When we travel, I tend to book our trips and make our travel arrangements, including to and from the airport, meaning I input my trusted travel ID and often have a rapport with TSA agents since I only fly the same airline, always at the same terminal. I also often travel with my work laptop and use a carry-on. So pre-check makes this process easier for me. You keep your jacket and shoes on, no laptops out, etc. The first time we traveled together, Four years ago, we got to security and I asked her if it was okay if I go through the pre-check line while she does the regular security. She said yes, and I met her on the other side. Since the line was long, I went and got coffee for both of us and waited on the other side. Safe to say, she got through security and was pissed. She said she couldn't believe I actually abandoned her at security, and she only said yes because the question caught her off guard and she was so taken aback by me asking. Going forward, anytime we travel, I have to go through regular security, no matter how long the line is, and stay with her. This often leads to the TSA agents commenting how I can go through pre-check and me having to explain in front of my girlfriend why I can't. Sometimes this upsets her because the TSA agents will make a comment about how it's unfair. Hmm. One time, they made me go through pre-check because of how long the regular line was regardless of my comment to stay with my girlfriend. Mm. She wasn't happy that time oh either. Okay. She likes to point out whenever we travel that one time I abandoned her at security and how she'll never let me go through the fast line unless she gets to go through too. In the numerous times since that we have flown together, I have not abandoned her since. She points out to friends how I abandoned her as well. Most are split on the issue and a few note they'd let their partner deal with the slow line as well even more so when their partner has the means to get pre-check. So for a stupid and petty thing like this, am I the asshole? No, I, I'm i like kind of shocked at this one. I'm going to be honest. So this has like been my life. I It could have been written by Justin, except I'm not cuckoo like this girl. Exactly. Like Justin has had TSA pre-check the entire time I've known him. And he will so much. It's it's. It's so funny because he's had it and I haven't had it up until like a month ago because mm. I was just like, I'm not traveling that much. We had COVID, whatever. I didn't need it. But now I was like, oh my God, it's it's a dream having TSA pre-check, you guys. So Justin has always been the one to like, he'll go through the fast line and I'll wait in the regular line. And if it's really long, he'll go get food because we only have a little bit of time before mm -hmm. the flight mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So like, this has been my life. I don't care. Is it nice to have someone waiting you in a line and chit-chat and talk? Yeah, sure. But do you go to Target by yourself sometimes? Yeah. Do you go to the grocery store by yourself sometimes? Yeah. I think you're okay standing in line by yourself for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. To me, the girlfriend is like nonsensical. Like yesterday, we had to wait a really long line to get on a boat tour and I just like ran errands during it. Like I went and like, <laughs> like I went like Morgan held our spot and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go get us wine. And I was like, I'm gonna go get us like a crepe. So that didn't work out, but I tried. But <laughs> Solid attempt. Yes. But my point is like one person can be efficient, like Justin or in this case, OP can go get coffees, go get snacks. Like 
do you have to go through the security like machine holding hands? Does, it doesn't make a difference. You have to go through it no matter what. And it's yeah. going to take the same amount of time. You refuse to get pre-checked for whatever reason. Then this is the process. The other person doesn't need to conform to that process. It's not as efficient for them. And the fact that you're like low-key getting jealous of your partner getting through TSA pre-check or through security faster than you is weird. Is What do you think? He's going to like go and like cheat on you like it's dramatic but like what that's what, what are you giving. so worried about that that's he's like gonna go like, meet the love of his life while he's like because he got out of security 20 minutes early and you're gonna lose him now like I just can't see the logic here and I've traveled I know it's different they're not like my boyfriends or partners but I've traveled with friends before I had clear and my friends would literally look at me and be like bye see you on the other side bitch and they would leave me and I'd be like okay bye I asked you on the way here I, I literally said do you care if I go through your TSA pre-check I said literally no and, and in fact I was like care. encouraging you I was like it's that way and you were like no nah, I'm gonna come with you and I was like Morgan well okay so at the, <laughs> at the international airport in LA the terminal there the like regular security is all the way to the right yeah and then imagine walking like two football fields and it's all the pre-checks all the way on the other side so I was already in this line with Alejandra because mm-hmm. they usually go together and then split but I was like, it's not worth me walking over there. It's fine. Yeah. But it is like when you're traveling with a computer or a jacket, I mean, not having to take off your shoes is amazing. Also, she does, like he said, she does have a credit card that will pay for it. That's for so her. weird to me. So look into that, you guys, if you are considering it, because so many credit cards will give you that as an incentive. It's free. It's stupid not to, which I think the top comment might mention it. Yep, they do. So the top comment on this one is not the asshole. If she doesn't like it, she can sign up for pre-check. It's a form of weaponized incompetence, Mm. maybe Mm. weaponized laziness. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Like she's got the means to do it. Yeah. She, it doesn't take that long to do. You might have to do an interview. Sometimes you can do them on a Zoom, but like it's not that bad. And then she's like, you can't use it unless I get to go through too. So do you weird. think you're magically going to get to be able to go through That's without how life doing this? Works. Like this person went through this process to get this like expedition or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He went through this process. You don't just like reap that benefit too. do your own process. He's going to help. He said he'll help you. Like this will give me the ick. If I were dating someone and they got that heated over me going through TSA, I'd be like, okay, clearly we're fundamentally built different. And I don't have to tell you also go get TSA pre-check like I don't know like I would just it, yeah. the laziness would bother me I'd be like there's no like uh, back to the earlier story it's like that you're probably like that in other things too I'm sure what else does she like patronize him about well it's it's that there's got to be more for sure but it's also the fact that she continues to bring up the one time he yeah. abandoned her oh, oh he abandons me at the airport you. he he leaves me by myself and oh it's my like, gosh were you scared for your life in like one of the in a safe like security line where there's like a g- police and guards everywhere like he didn't leave you like in the street somewhere he abandoned me no he came back and if someone like went and got me coffee while I was just waiting in thank line thank you thank you. you those lines first of all there's no TSA pre-check for the coffee line in the airport so if anything I would rather go slower through the security line while someone gets me coffee. Absolutely. It's like, perfect. You're like... Self-care. Let me read a book while I stand here. Yeah. Listen to some songs. You're about to spend a trip together. Maybe that's nice to have a little bit of alone time and downtime before you spend however X amount of days together. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. You're oh, so... Yes. Yes. How cute. You're so 
freaking cute. Do you have a name? Let's see. It's like Pierre. Hi. Oh, it's Tess. Hi, Tess. Oh, oh. Okay, she's going to hang out here while we record. You can lay oh, down. Oh, you're so cute. Tess. Are you ready for a story? Are you ready for a <laughs> story? What's up? Oh. Okay, thank you so much. You're Thanks for cutest. coming to our podcast. Okay, sorry about that. Um, I, Brief dog break. It's been my um, religion that I have to pet dogs when they come by. <laughs> I don't make the rules. There's another comment. <gasps> Overall, sorry. coffee down, sorry, coffee sorry, down. Sorry. Keep keep going. Overall, um, not the asshole on this one. When my husband was pissing and moaning about getting... <laughs> She's so cute. Hi. <laughs> when my husband was pissing and moaning about getting the paperwork done, I said, quote, suit yourself. Don't fill it in and stand in the long line. Fill it in and sit with me. Your choice. <sighs> I love it. Yeah, not the asshole. I think not the asshole. At a certain point, you can't keep enabling people in your life. And this is a, a petty, like he said, this is a petty, silly thing I'm writing in about. He recognizes it. Did they give ages? I'm sorry. No, I don't think any ages were mentioned. I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really matter because you're an adult at this point. No, they've also been together for four years. So like this isn't a deal breaker for him. It would annoy me if every single time my partner like kept bringing this stuff up. But I think I'm such a doer. I can't stand when people complain about the same thing. And and there's yeah, there's a route you can take to change it. It's, and you still I would probably that night go home, pull up the TSA pre-check like application like fill out as much as I can for them. I would make it as easy, which now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, okay, that's kind of babying though. And like, for sure. But I think I would just be so tired of hearing about it. And if this is the only thing she's like weird about, then I would just be like, listen, love you. Like, let's get this over. If I'm going to have to do it for you, I'm going to do it for you because I love you. But I don't know if this is like a trend in your relationship. I feel like you're, babying you're gonna have to baby this person yeah i'm not about that i like justin will do like the simplest things like and i'm like is this weaponized incompetence or do you actually not know how to do it morgan loves that i just like i've gotten so much in my head about it now and i i think like some of you guys have too like even listening to the podcast um i saw someone tag me in one of their stories the other day and they were like i had to like stop listening for a little bit because it would like stress me out so much that my partner was cheating and you almost like you almost have these like concepts or these things come up and then you're like wait oh like is my boyfriend using weaponized incompetence to not do something or like is he truly just needing a little extra assistance on this and yeah you really kind of like get in your head about these things or like gaslighting or mm-hmm. oh my god he's a narcissist like you know those buzzwords that always pop up yes you just like you hear them and you're like wait yeah. does it fit and you you try to apply yeah. it to things and you're yeah. like ah no it doesn't always yeah, fit yeah like, yeah that's a good that's a really important point to make because I'm hearing this and like I've been accused of weaponized incompetence and it's like it sucks because sometimes it genuinely isn't and then you just feel shitty about it and you're like damn like <laughs> it's possible for people to just not like be inept about I certain know, things I literally I think I know what you're talking yeah. about I'm like I've literally Morgan I'm just gonna say it I'm just gonna say it Morgan has accused me of weaponized incompetence <laughs> I'm like yeah some people me being super passive over here no no you're not the only one by the way Alejandro just like can't open wine there's a couple of things in life i just can't do and opening wine bottles is one of them no sarah and lauren also accused me of one time i bought you an electric wine opener now though it like doesn't work sometimes uh. but that's not even the point i think people struggle because like i'm i'm an intelligent being who can typically figure things out myself and so when i can't do things people are like there's no way she can't figure that out and then she's just playing dumb and i'm like why would I play? I want to drink wine. Like, why would I play dumb? About, who does that serve? <laughs> why would I take any longer to get this open? I would just sit at home by myself waiting for my friend to come over because I can't get the bottle of wine open. But anyway, um, 
to me, this is, I don't know, some weird, maybe she is doing this bitching and moaning enough so that he'll just like do it for her. But it's like, you're making your life harder. I like know. it's not fun sitting in lines. I know. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I'd be like, au revoir. I mean, I honestly, I would keep leaving her in the line while going I would too. Truly. She's already saying you abandon her. Actually abandon her. Like, yep. <laughs> like do it. Make the shoe fit. <laughs> Make the shoe fit. Like right. you left her one time and you, you never hear the end of it. It's like, okay, well leave her again. And again, and, and again, then, and then never come back. And like then, literally, leave her. <laughs> Just kidding. My dad went to the store to get milk and never came back. <laughs> literally, leave her. Like get on a different flight, book different locations. She's flying somewhere. You're flying the other. Yeah. Just leave her. Sorry. Never mind. Don't actually leave her. Or do. I'm being That's really okay. aggressive this morning. I'm like, I'm so, I'm like, I'm on edge. I'm so tired. I'm cranky. I'm like dump rat. Yeah, I feel like parts of the brain don't function the same when you're running on really low sleep. Running on fumes. Like, I wonder if your our empathy levels are, like... Affected? Yeah. I could see that. Because I don't feel as empathetic as I normally would for this person. Huh. Yeah. We should look into that. Uh-huh. Maybe there's some studies. We will later. Okay, moving along. So, we have a lot of write-ins from people. I love to see it. So, I posted on the Two Hot Takes subreddit, and I was just like, travel hacks and horror stories. What do you guys got for us? And this, this is from Little Bunny Fufu. Cute. And they go, I almost got abducted in Greece. <gasps> Are you sure you want to read that before you go, Morgan? I'm not going anytime soon. So, yeah. Okay. I love to travel solo. But one thing I've learned is to never act like a tourist. Act like you know where you're going. And don't ask people too many questions. Mm. Mm. That's kind of smart, actually. So smart. Never have your iPhone out, like staring at your phone. Like try to look where you're going and then put it down. Yeah. That's one of my hacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially as a woman, people will take advantage of you. Anyways, back to my story. I was waiting to take a train to the airport in Greece and the signs were very hard to understand. I broke my rule and was acting so disoriented. I was nervous I'd miss my flight. This guy came up to me and asked me if I needed help. I politely told him no, but he kept pestering me and told me I was at the wrong train, telling me he knows Greek and that I would be taking it far away from the airport. My gut said this was the train I was supposed to be on, but I was just trying to triple check. He would not stop nagging, telling me he had to get me to the next train before he missed my flight. So I decided to follow him. Mm. Feeling so anxious while we went up to the escalator while I was trying to plan my escape, he asked me some personal questions like what do I do, where I lived. I gave him all fake information. We get to the top of the escalator and it opened up to a wide area full of train stops and people bustling to their trams. The guy urged me to follow him quickly through the crowd and told me to stay close. My eyes darted the room and I saw four police officers in the middle and I knew this was my only chance to escape him. So I started to walk slowly so the guy would continue on without me as I ran to the cops mm -hmm. to ask where I was supposed to go. Mm. I pointed directly in the direction of the guy and he freaked and disappeared into the crowd. The officers told me I was at the right train and not where that guy was taking me. Freaked me out, imagining what could have happened to me if I had listened to him. Now I always make sure I know where I'm going beforehand. I still love to solo travel. Just got to stay alert. Be safe, people. Oh, very true. That's more on the hack side. Yeah. Be vigilant. It's crazy. I mean, my grandma, every time I would like go abroad or like go anywhere, like anywhere, she'd be like, have you seen that movie Taken? Mm. Like, have you seen that? And I'm like, yeah, 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 grandma. Oh, that's like, it's every, okay. that movie was like 
gave every parent even more anxiety about their kids traveling. Oh my God, I mean, huge. Your dad literally just texted me because he must be like kind of keeping tabs, like as a dad should. He loves looking at my location on Find yeah. My Friends or yeah. Find My whatever. Find My, yeah, Find My find Friends. Find My, yeah, whatever. Find My Daughter. And <laughs> she saw he saw that Morgan's at the Eiffel Tower at like 6.37 a.m. And so he texted me and he was like, hey, I like sent me a screenshot and was like, either Morgan is at going to the airport or her phone got stolen. Just FYI, it's at the Eiffel Tower as we're like literally live. <laughs> and it's like cute because it's like she's he's obviously worried, you know, he and I wanted him to not worry. So I texted him back like during the episode being like, we're recording. Da, 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 you cute know? little picture of us out here. Yeah, because it's like every parent, you know, gets nervous, especially at like such a tourist attraction. You know, we had that scary incident the other night worked out. It was OK, but. You know, as a travel hack, like to your point, you know, stay vigilant. Don't act like, a, you know, you don't know where you're going, especially let's just be real. Like it's even harder for like a woman to travel alone. You know, it's scary. It can be really scary. It can be scary yeah. just being alone in L.A. You don't even have to travel. You don't even have to travel. I mean, even your backyard. Yeah. But that is one thing like walking around just the two of us. Like, yeah, there's been an abundance of times where guys have been like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And follow us down the street. And it's like, no, like it, they're hard to shake sometimes. And it's yeah. like, I don't know what, you know, the intention is behind that. But like, mm -hmm. is it really you just think I'm pretty and you're trying to talk to me or yeah. like, well, what are you trying to do here? But right, right. it's like it's a it's over the top aggressive. And then like still following me down the street, even though I'm like, no, no, no. Like, Wah. yeah, it, you know, it feels like they're trying to distract us because. You know, a lot of epicenters of tourism, Paris, for example, L.A. too, there's a lot of pickpocketing. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that Paris, unfortunately, as much as I love this city, is is has been known for. And so when people get that close to you and are trying to talk to you and kind of like distract you, it's almost like, look over here. Yeah. Like, you're so beautiful. Da, da, da. Meanwhile, they're like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Crapping in your purse. <laughs> so whenever they do that, Morgan and I would just like, all of our belongings would be like right in front of us. And we would just like tunnel vision to our destination. Yeah. But no, you got to be careful traveling and you can be super friendly. And I know it's easy to like make friends with locals and like other tourists, but you have to just, we see all those horror stories of people who go missing on vacations, like oh. trusted someone too much. And it sucks. You want to be like a kind human and, but you got to look out for number one. Yeah. Yeah. And like, oh, you want to make friends. Like yeah. it's hard. Like you want to make friends. You want to chat with people. You yeah. want to experience the culture and all that, but you have to be careful. You just have to be safe. Like yeah. You just really, you have to be safe. Yeah. Okay. So this one is, I was in Spain by myself staying in an illegal Airbnb. First pro tip, don't rent Airbnbs in Spain. They're mm. not legal and hurt the community by making housing more scarce and expensive. I was told not to mention I was using Airbnb since it's not really allowed and that I had to say I'm staying with family if asked. It felt shady to begin with. Lovely flat though. Mm. My flat was inside of a building in an alley near a busy road, and there were others living in the building. If I approached the front door at the same time as someone else, I'd let them use their key so I didn't accidentally let someone in who I shouldn't. Mm. Anyways, this was no issue until one evening I was at the front door about to go in. Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed a man change his path. He was walking straight, saw me, and changed his direction to come to the door I was at. I stepped back, motioned for him to open the door, and he started screaming at me, loca, loca, and insisting I let him in, basically gaslighting me, trying to make me doubt myself, mm. as abusers do. Mm. He seemed drunk as well. I went to the market next door to ask for help, but I was so flustered that the language barrier made it impossible. Uh, yeah. I couldn't communicate that there was a crazy man outside my flat. I couldn't remember how to say man, so I was saying, esta un loca afuera mi puerta. 
I just seemed crazy. So I left and went somewhere where I knew the people working. I just hung out for a couple more hours and then went back and the guy was gone. I truly think something bad would have happened in that stairwell if I hadn't been so firm and listened to my instincts. Uh. This was after I read The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. Highly recommend, especially for people who travel alone. It's just like crazy. You always like have to be so aware of your surroundings when traveling. That's another point that was brought up in that story is like the language barrier can make it even more difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't speak French. And yeah. So communicating certain things is even harder when you have that. Yes. And it's kind of scary. Like you should kind of brush up on the language and know important I mean, I one travel hack I was told that I did not do with this is like, one, locate the embassy always yeah. for purposes of my story the other night. I almost lost my passport. And two, learn the local emergency number, right? Like, I don't know. Is, I don't think 911 is universal. No, 911 is not universal. Right. I don't. I didn't think so. So, um, you know, fact check whatever your local, wherever you're traveling to is like locate the embassy, have some type of like exit plan, which is, I don't want to be like a fear monger. I'm like, I hate that. I was telling Morgan, I hate when people do that, but you should be aware and you should be smart about it, especially if you're traveling alone, man, woman, non-binary, whatever, you know, you should have some knowledge of, hopefully you never have to use it. Hopefully you don't lose your passport on the bench outside the Eiffel Tower and have to go to the embassy. Like, Luckily, that was crisis avoided. Yeah, Because if we hadn't, I don't know where the embassy is. We probably could have easily figured it out, but shit happens. You lose your phone. My cousin got his phone pickpocketed. It was either in Mexico or Spain. Some motorcyclist just came by and took it. That can happen to anybody. Yeah, he was like mapping. Out on his phone and they swiped it? Yeah, he was like mapping like this. like Oh my God. Looking like, where's that coffee shop? And someone just, before he could even like react, his phone was gone. Now what do you do? away. Right. And luckily, you know, Spanish, but like there could be a language barrier. And now you're trying to communicate to people. I don't have a phone. I need to go. Yeah. You know, so not having your phone nowadays is so scary. It's crippling. It's absolutely crippling. Like when I got I got pit pocketed at Coachella, the music festival. And I lost my phone and Justin's died. So how do you get an Uber? How do you get home? You're done. How do you contact anyone? You're done. Like, what do you do? You have no way of getting help. And then like, oh, the gate code for where we were staying was uh, on my phone. The address was on my phone. Yeah. How do you pay someone? Because my payments are on my phone. Apple Pay. It makes you, it really makes you think, because I think a lot of like the listeners, a lot of us are like Gen Z, millennial, Gen X. Yeah. And it's crazy to think, but before our cell phones, like our parents, my dad traveled the world in the 90s. Like he probably had to print everything out, print yeah. out the hotel address, print out the the directions to his sightseeing. Like we can just on the fly whip out our phone and go, hmm, best cheesecake in Paris. You Ooh. know, it, it, it makes so the, good. I know, doesn't it? It makes Ugh. the ability to travel impromptu a lot more achievable. Whereas before you had to do a lot of planning and there's, it's a blessing and a curse, a blessing because there's a lot more autonomy of a lot more options. But to your point, Morgan, your phone is your lifeline. Yeah. So without that thing, you're kind of done. You got to yeah. be careful. You got to be careful. Always have some extra cash on you. Yes, we learned that the hard way. Write important phone numbers down. There's certain like things you can do to definitely like make sure you're going to be okay no matter if you lose your purse, if your phone gets stolen. All of those things. So. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm really bad with directions. Morgan's really good. Like if, if both of our phones almost died last night, actually, speaking of, which was yeah. not great. Yeah. And mine was at 1% as I walked in the lobby and then yeah, died. Mine was like at five. 
and we I was trying to map us home. Thankfully, Morgan's really good with directions, so she can just like intuitively get us home, which is crazy because she's never been to Paris before. And I have. <laughs> I'm pretty good if I go down a route, I'll yeah. remember how to go back. That's it. such a like, good skill. It's pretty. To have. I just I'm really good with my sense of direction. I'm not. It's one of my favorite things about myself, actually. I love that. That's yeah. so amazing. I, I just like can pick up an area so fast. It's an incredible skill, especially for traveling. Mm-hmm. It's way safer. I am helpless. If my phone had died and you weren't good with directions, yeah, would have been circling. Would end up like in South <laughs> would have been of France. Circling the drain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was hard. It was really hard. Okay, so this next one. I was visiting a friend when I was 36 weeks pregnant. Not my smartest decision. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But a decision I made happily. I flew up there just fine. And when it came time to go home, we had to leave at 4 a.m. to get to the airport in enough time. There was a huge blizzard happening in the town I was in. (gasps) And luckily, we made it to the airport just fine. And the city where the airport was had not gotten any snowfall. Well, I get to my gate and get a bagel when I hear overhead my name being called. Long story short, they offered me a $1,000 flight credit and a $100 food credit in the airport. Only catch is that the flight was 12 hours later. I accepted. Would you accept? 1000 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. But you're 36 weeks pregnant. Oh, that is, yeah. However, what they failed to mention was that my checked bags could not be checked more than four hours before my flight. So when I went back to the ticket office, they said I had to keep my bags. I was a little upset because the seating was pretty bad outside of the gate. Then I realized my food vouchers were completely useless because I was in a small airport and all of the food places were past the TSA checkpoint. So at 36 weeks pregnant, I was less I was left having three things of luggage with no food or water for the next 10 hours. Oh. Once I realized the whole situation, I called my husband crying. Luckily, he got me a hotel to just relax and called me food later in the day. I got home that night after flying through the blizzard. I had my baby one week later. I just got chills. Dude, that's insane. Okay, MVP husband. We want that energy. That's so, so sweet. That's the kind of partner everyone deserves. Like you have this like mini meltdown because you're in a shit situation now and they're like, it's okay. Like I'm going to take care of it. Oh, love. I love that Love that. Love that. Love that. That's how you learned you have a partner. Yes. Even distance, you're separated by distance. Yes. They're still going above and beyond to make sure you're safe and taken care of. They're not like, why would you do that? That was so stupid. Like, da 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 da. I want to cry. I know. Like, I love that. It's, it's, and it's sad because it's kind of the bare minimum, but like, (laughs) I don't know. You just, I know. But we hear so many stories where people are just assholes. Like, well, that's what you get for trying to like, save a couple hundred bucks or whatever, make a couple hundred bucks. And it's like, he didn't just make her feel bad, just took care of it. Love yeah, that. It's absolutely amazing. That that makes me sad and it makes me kind of mad at the airport. Like, why wouldn't they look at her and be like, this woman is so pregnant knowing damn well they're going to give her vouchers that she can't use. Why wouldn't you explain, like, just so you're, I guess, no, because they wanted her to take the credit. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. just so you know, you can't check in until four hours before. So, like, you have to hold all your bags and sit outside the gate. Like, I would have gone I up, would be pissed. I would have gone up to an agent or an employee and explained the situation and gone, like, giving them the voucher. I'm like, can you go get me food and bring it back? Because they can come through. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they won't let you. I, like, you can't do anything. Like, that, yeah. you're just so... You're kind of handcuffed to not being able to do anything. That sucks. Okay, so lesson learned. Lesson learned. Ask the questions before taking that flight voucher. Yeah. So this next one, 
My friend's story, she was on a plane with her one-year-old a couple of months ago, baby just sleeping on her shoulder. Suddenly, baby girl woke up and projectile vomited all over my friend's shoulder onto the person behind them. Friend obviously was horrified. Lady was older and upset, but said she had babies, so she understood. Mm. 15 minutes later, friend emerged from the bathroom with cleaned up baby who was acting fine. Then, as she was squeezing back into her window seat, baby girl leaned over and threw up again in another lady's hair no! who was sitting in front of them. No! Friend never plans to fly again. Ooh, that sucks because you can't control it. No. And baby puke, dude. Oh, that smell. Ooh. It sucks because if that happened to me, I would be like so upset. But at the same time, you can't, you can't be mad. It's a baby. You can't get mad at the baby. No. And you can't and, get mad at the mom either. Like she didn't do no, that. You know? Oh my God. Moms, especially if they're flying by themselves, mm. are just trying their best. They're just doing their best. I get so annoyed though. I know. Oh my God. I was on a flight recently. This is so bad. So bad. So it's this family and it's like a mom, two kids who looked like they were both under three wow. and the dad. These uh -oh. kids are screaming, crying, so upset the whole time. The dad, like, pretended like he didn't even know them. Oh. He didn't help. <laughs> Disowned them. Like, literally was so embarrassed, like, almost, like, turned away and, like, was ignoring her wow. as she's sitting there struggling, like, trying to hold one baby on her lap. The other one's buckled. Like, everyone's struggling. Mm. And it's like, that's your wife. That's your Those family. Are that's wild. You've... Pull your weight around here. Pull your weight around here. Are you kidding me? No, I was so embarrassed for him. I was like, this is your dude. Like, this you're, is like you're embarrassed of his behavior. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so cringy. Ew. See, you know, not a partner. No, not a partner. What a contrast. Contrast. Not a partner. Mm -mm. That is wild. It makes me empathize. My mom used to travel with me and my brother Ryan to Peru when we were both like babies. Wow. Like, that's an international flight. flight. Ryan was like flight. two when I was like five by herself. That's a really long flight. I know. Well, one time, I'll make it quick. She was traveling alone with us. And I think Ryan was two, two and a half. I was like from five. And we were going up the escalator at the airport. She was holding, she so she has all the luggage too, mind oh you. So, my yes, God. all the luggage how? too. I don't know how she did it. My mom is a superhuman, like most moms. And my mom, like, I think she was on the escalator and the luggage was going to, Fall. fall so she let go of ryan's hand to pick up the luggage and ryan fell backwards and tumbled oh. i still remember it's like a core memory oh. like he went backwards and like boom boom like bounced down oh. the escalator oh. we laugh about it so much now like he was totally fine and then he like gets up and starts Meh, like crying and my mom's like <gasps> and everyone just watched helplessly because you can't do anything just tumble oh, oh they're so no. sad i know He's so cute and sad. He was such a cute baby, too. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. But moral story, traveling alone as a mother. Wow. Empathize for you or sympathize yeah. for you. It's got to be tough. But oh. you have a good story about that. Well, as a baby, I pooped on my dad on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad and me always used to play this game of, like, where's the baby? So I would, like, sit on his, his shoulders and, like, I would have my hands covering his eyes. That's so cute. And he'd be like, where's the baby? And then I'd, like, peek around and be like... <laughs> and then he'd be like, there she is. So I would just do that. So Cute. I was upset on a plane. I, I was really little. I would say probably 
a year and a half to, I don't know, tiny. Because you were playing games at that age? Tiny. Well, you know, like I'm yeah, playing. Like peekaboo. Yeah, it's mostly him. <laughs> but I was so upset on the plane. Like I was like super colicky baby. And so I was fucked up. And so he had me on his shoulders walking up and down the aisle on the plane. And as we're walking up and down, I guess the diarrhea slipped out my diaper and I shit all over his head. <laughs> His neck, everything. Like Jerry, are you cringing right now? So brutal. Oh so my God. brutal. So I wish there would have been pictures though, just to see it. Just but to have. Just to, hold to, to near, have it dear to hold. To my heart. <laughs> but okay, so I kind of teased at the beginning. I was like, wait, I had a travel horror story happen to me yesterday. And it also has to do with poop. So here we go. Oh my God, Morgan. So we're at this restaurant and my stomach all of a sudden, just like, you know, when you can feel like in your, your stomach, like you feel it. <laughs> it just shoots from your stomach to your asshole and you're just like clenching. You're like, oh, where'd that come from? That happened. So I'm like, okay, we gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. If this would not have been at a restaurant, I would have 1000% shit my pants. I would have shit my pants for the first time. For context, she's wearing a long white dress. I'm wearing a white dress. This is not the dress to poop your pants in. <laughs> so... I go to the bathroom and I like go around the corner of the building and go to the back to the bathroom and I'm like furiously getting my spanks off. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> Barely starting to sweat. I, bar- I was clenching my butt cheeks, <laughs> clenching so hard. So I sit down, explosion occurs. Sorry guys, oh, a lot of, lot of info. Y- oh, like I I'm, can't believe you went there. I'm trying to set the scene to like describe that this <laughs> okay, is okay. not, this is not something that like, you know, it one wipe and it comes away clean. This is like, this is a process to clean up after. So I go to grab toilet paper to wipe and get out of this bathroom. There's no toilet paper, none, no toilet paper. And I'm wearing a white dress. <laughs> and this is like also like a common bathroom. So like boys could have been in there. Girls, anyone could be in there. And I'm like, oh my God, do I like pull my underwear up and like get poop all over them? Morgan. And then like scuttle to another bathroom. Do I just not put the underwear on and like put the dress over? But like my dress is white. What if I got poop on my dress? All of these thoughts are running through my head. And I start trying to call Alejandra. Start to try to call. No service no in the service. bathroom. Couldn't get through. So I start texting her. I'm like, okay, maybe the text will work. Text start going through. And Alejandra goes, wait, I'm in the bathroom. You're not in here. And I go, what? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm in the bathroom. What do you mean? I don't hear you. And she goes, I'm in the bathroom. I asked the server where the bathroom is. I'm in the bathroom. I was saying, Morgan, no one, res- you didn't respond. Like you weren't in there. So I'm starting to panic because we can't find each other, but yet we're in the same bathroom, but we're not. I thought there was a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, I, that was wild. I literally, it felt like we were in like parallel universes. Well, the worst part the is, matrix. you're like, she's like, describe the bathroom. And I'm just, descri- it's literally identical. She's like, it's outside. You had to veer around the building. Yes. It's like a common, whatever. I'm, yeah. And we're like, this is a glitch. Like, how are we in the same, ba- how are we in the same restaurant, both yeah. in the bathroom, but not in the same bathroom? I felt like I was going crazy. I was like, you walked around the corner, right? It's in the back. It's outside. It's outside. Yeah. And I'm just like, you guys, I start panicking. I had already been in here for like 20 minutes. I'm panicking for her, to be honest now. I literally, I'm like, I don't know what to do. This is so brutal. So I end up like putting my dress down and I scuttled to the other bathroom. No toilet paper in that one either. 
I scuttle to the third. Alejandra finally comes in as I'm scuttling around the bathroom and she goes, oh, okay. (laughs) And like runs back over to the other one to grab toilet paper and then come back in. Mm -hmm. But um, I end up like getting into a stall. There's toilet paper. It works out. But I was real scared. It could have ended so badly. And then I come out and I'm just like, oh my God, making sure I didn't get poop on my dress. Oh my God. We had so many close calls yesterday because we were struggling. We were like- So hungover. We decided to go to the Palace of Versailles. Missed our tour. So we didn't didn't get in, but we saw the garden. We looked at the outside and um, (laughs) that was cool. But anyway, we were hungover fighting for our lives, Morgan more so than I was. Both of us having hot girl IBS- just stomachs were unwell. Oh I, my god! You I, had... I had a close call. I know I wasn't gonna go yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. There was so we get there. <laughs> we definitely had the dads. Like the dads Stop! were the dads were coming in real, real bad. It was so cringy, and the line, as you can imagine, at a tourist attraction like Versailles, was so. Morgan, you. So, I was like, Morgan, I can't talk to you. Don't even look at me right now. I'm about to have like <laughs> you literally a. Literally, I can't talk. Right I go, now. just don't talk to me for like a little bit until this gets sorted out because. I'm going to have a bridesmaid's moment. No, I was joking. I literally go, you're going to have a bridesmaid's moment. You're like, no, don't talk. I can't talk right now. Don't even look at me. It's. Can you imagine Morgan and I like do this at the Palace of Versailles? Like, if you guys don't know, look it up. It's one of the most like nice, beautiful, beautiful places, stunning architecture buildings. And I just like cannot believe we almost like had such a terrible thing happen. It was insane. I <laughs> I literally was like, this is going to be the story of a lifetime. Like, yeah, I literally like, oh, the first time you ever poop your pants is at the Palace, Palace of Versailles. Versailles. <laughs> and then we were talking too because I was so violently hungover like all day. I, I kind was. of like still feel hungover day two. What? Yeah, I'm like, got the shakes right now. I like need to go back to the hotel. But we also have not slept. So yeah, we really haven't slept in like two days. It's no. kind of scary. No, so I'm like, I got to go back after this and take a power nap. But I, um, God, where was I going with this? Mm. This is my brain. Like, Whoa. struggling. Um, hold on. I'll bring you back. Um, you were hung over the whole day. Oh, so then I was like, what happens if you puked in the palace? <laughs> like, would you get charged money? Like, this is so old. This thing is beautiful. Marie Antoinette lived here and you puke in it. What happens? You what need, happens? You need to put up a picture of Palace of Versailles while we're telling this because I need the I need you guys to all have the visual. It's insanely if beautiful. If we had made our tour that day, I know for for I would throw up for sure. Morgan would have thrown up in the palace. Yeah, one hundred percent, hands down. And I don't know what I would have done because I'm trying to move to France, and I think that would have been enough to get my like citizenship canceled so I was like I won't associate with that you I will not be associated with defacing the palace of Versailles well and the thing is like we went to bed at 7 a.m and our tour was scheduled for 10 40 so it was like we were only gonna get three hours of sleep we I for sure would have still been drunk yeah I would eh, I don't know so maybe I wouldn't have gotten hungover because I would have just been rolling still you know we would have been so inappropriate (laughs) like we shouldn't be there we shouldn't be there no oh god it's so good Good okay we have oh someone wrote a hack nice we love a hack always put your browser into private browsing mode or incognito mode when searching slash booking hotels and flights websites will notice if you're going back to the same flight multiple times or looking at a destination a lot and raise the price with private browsing mode they can't track you yep yep did richard write that one in no, Shall 30 did, mm. which also makes sense. So 
we booked this trip to Paris. I think we mentioned like we came to Paris Wednesday. So we booked everything Tuesday. So it was super last minute and we were able to do it because like the flights didn't go up luckily. But we booked a one way here and then didn't have a flight back. And I found that out two days into Paris. I go, Morgan, can you check? We got to check in. What time is our flight? She goes, what flight? I go, yeah, we didn't have flights. Because we only had one ways. I go, Morgan, what? I didn't care if I got stuck here. I don't either, but like the point <laughs> For you, was, it might be a problem. I was, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean we only have one ways? We don't have flights back to the U.S. Yeah, oops. So anyway, take it from there. So I booked. I went online, and I, I had already known like what kind of the price was of the one way, and um, I went online here in the country, and it was actually cheaper, which I have heard from other people can be a hack where if you use a VPN Mm -hmm. and set your location to where you are wanting to travel from, Mm -hmm. your flight will actually be cheaper. Yeah. I think that might've happened because it worked out for us. So it was great. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are with flights Wrapping up our last day in Paris Paris. in this beautiful place. Oh, look at that photo shoot happening. Oh my God. Can you guys see the dress? Can you see the dress? Hey. Whoa, but this place is magical. Thank you for having us, Paris. Oh my I'm gosh. So pleasantly surprised by my whole experience here. Yeah. I I don't know what I was expecting, but not everyone to be this nice. Like yeah. you hear like, oh, like you, if you don't speak French, people are gonna be mean to you. Exact opposite. Like yeah. it has been a magical experience and I'm obsessed in love. I will be back. Yeah, this is my second time in Paris. I love it so much. And I just, like as Morgan said, you don't know what to expect. And this has been the most fantastic trip. Everybody has been incredibly, incredibly wonderful. It's insane. Everyone's gone above and beyond to like make this trip yeah. amazing. From the hotel people to everyone at the restaurants to the locals, everybody has been a joy. I mean, you guys just saw that man who came up and let us pet his dog. Like everyone's just so, so nice. cool here. I don't know. It's been great. Also, let's show them our sweatshirts. We're wearing, you can't tell right now, but we're wearing matching sweatshirts. Paris sweatshirts. Thank you. Thank you guys. And if you guys have any more, like if you're watching, listening, feel free to head over to YouTube and put some comments or the Instagram and share some crazy other travel stories. I want someone that did poop their pants on vacation. Like I actually have been trying to find one and I'm going to search the rest of the day. So there might be another story popped in from like the studio or somewhere else, but I really want a I poop myself on vacation story. (laughs) I need a good laugh. We could use a good laugh. I need to feel better about what happened to me. That was a close call. It was a close call. Close call, guys. Very close. But until next time. Bye. Bye. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, so soft. Oh, wow. So so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Y'a rien à manger là. Hi, go oh, hi. 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 Wow.